this is your announcer Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. We here at the Livecast are so excited that we got to interview Jim Ross this week, and we can't wait for you to hear it. And we promise, we edited out all the questions Noah asked him about sparkly pants. Here's the show. That was How the best part. Sadly, now you. the entire thing is a minute and a half long. <laughs> so. Yeah, JR, one of my idols. I'm going to bedazzle a cowboy hat for him for next time I, I get to see him in person. And they, guess what? I didn't get to be there for the interview. Aww, because in I was supposed to be there for the interview, but I got fucked by the MTA. I sat on the train for about a half an hour, not moving. Darren, would you say that the MTA ran a train on you? Oh, it didn't. The, the problem was that the train didn't run. Yeah, they didn't. I would have gladly well, had yeah. a train run on me That's to get draw. to talk to JR. <laughs> but we we do have that interview with Jim Ross a little later on in the show. He's talking about a little New Japan Pro Wrestling. Which is pretty fun. Noah, did you start watching New Japan Pro Wrestling now that we interviewed him? So I tried to watch Uh-oh. New Japan on Access TV, but when I looked for Access TV on, on Time Warner, it didn't, like, I couldn't find it. So then I went online and I, and I searched to see if um, Access TV was available in my location, and it wasn't. Mm. And then I took the next step of writing Time Warner an email <laughs> to request hmm. Access TV. Did they write back? No. That's I funny. saw I got that alert too, but I didn't give a shit enough to write the email. Yeah, it was actually they kind of do it for you. You just put in your name, email, and zip code. So it was like minimal effort. I think I might get that channel. It shows yeah, up yeah, on the it's channel. On Fios. Yeah. yeah, it's on FiOS, and then like Guess all the satellites. Guess who's coming over on Fridays? <laughs> Is it on Fridays? It's yeah. probably rerun all DVR the time. It anyway. What's yeah. the difference? Rob? So we'll have uh, Jim Ross on the show. We had a fun interview. Noah and I. We talked about. Pro wrestling. Well, don't give it all away. Music and uh, I, I gave nothing. spoiler alert. We talked to Jim Ross about wrestling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did did he, did you get any uh, free barbecue sauce coupons? Oh, I forgot to ask him about that. That's not. Yeah. Well, we did ask him about barbecue. Remember, we, we did ask him. He did tell us what he likes, what his favorite barbecue is. Don't look at me and say, "Remember when we did this?" I wasn't oh, there. Sorry, I'm sorry, Darren. He's twisting the that knife. You're going to keep making so, us feel guilty about it? Well, yes. <laughs> no. Why should I, you feel guilty? So, what, I mean, like, what did you end up doing? Like, what, what ended up happening to you? I would. I just went to meet my wife, and we just my wife. <laughs> I mean, I was going to meet her at work anyway, but after that was over, but I just went to meet her earlier. Oh, okay. Uh, our phone number here, if you want to give us a call, is 646-929-1357. We have two calls already. for Area code 402. What's your name and what would you like to talk about? Hey, guys. This is uh, Guillermo from Nebraska. Hey, Guillermo. Guillermo, Guillermo, Guillermo. How's it going, Guillermo? The only Latino in Nebraska. Well, he's no longer in Nebraska, right? He said from Nebraska. Yeah, I'm actually in Albany, New York now. Oh, there's not you many mean- there either. He moved to Albany. <laughs> but did you check to see if the DSI tour was coming to Albany? Oh, uh, no, they are not coming here. Oh. Why is it whenever <laughs> you move, 
That's what DSI doesn't come to your town. It would it's be especially fair. bad if they now go to Nebraska. Seriously. They did it. They are going oh, to Nebraska. No. Because a few days ago, a live cast listener named Devin posted the event on our page saying, hey, tell Guillermo, DSI is finally coming to Nebraska. Damn it. And we were so excited. And we told Guillermo, that he's like, oh, unfortunately, I'm in Albany. Do you have any family in Nebraska that you could visit to go see DSI? Where you can well, send? Uh, well, um, I didn't move here. I'm just I uh, came to work for a few months, and I'm going back home though. What 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 are you working on uh, up in Albany? Uh, there's like a big um, mine called Lafarge. They are doing some kind of expansion, a and I'm working on it. You work in a mine? A mine? Oh my god! This is the 1950s. <laughs> Somebody's got to work uh, in a mine. Yeah, I don't work in the mine. I'm just doing the. The structures outside the mine. Thank God. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh huh. Cool. Well, uh, did you, wait? Are made, there any other? The money. Are there any other northeastern dates for this tour? Maybe he could, you know, like Buffalo or somewhere like Canada over there in the southeast of Canada. Maybe he could come down uh, to New York City for the weekend, crash at Rob's place, see the show. Thanks for volunteering. Come on, you got room for Guillermo? Uh. No, there's no... God damn, so it's a Midwest-only tour, these it's motherfuckers? Midwest and, like, uh, and the West, Co- West Coast and then down what if, uh, to Florida. Jesus. What if Glenn Benton was planning his tour and he said, all right, where can we go and make sure Guillermo doesn't live in that city yeah. at the time? There's <laughs> some really, like, Billings, Montana. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> But not Albany. There's not even people there. What, are just horses and cows going to go see this tour? Here we yeah, there's yeah. no people, and of the few people that live there, how many people could possibly be DSI? Seriously, fans? Do you know DSI doesn't care. They have their guarantee. They're making their money. I agree, <laughs> but what, I mean, like the promoter is the one that's going to lose out on that. It's but, the factory farm tour. You still don't want to play in front of six people, though. I mean. Especially six DSI fans. Good lord! <laughs> well, the <laughs> plus side is that they look like twelve DSI fans. <laughs> hey, nice. Guillermo's on the phone. Oh. He's right there, man. Oh. I don't mean you, Guillermo. Obviously, you're probably in tip-top shape, seeing as though you're you work with your hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Out the- oh, Guillermo, what kind of hands do you have? <laughs> Guillermo, are you on? Man. Are you on OK Cupid? He's a married <laughs> man with a child. Yeah, actually two. Two. There yeah. you go. Wow. What are the kids' names? Is it Robba One and Robba Two? I'm a big fan. I know you. What are no. they? He doesn't know. What are their names? Google no. and what else? Juan. Juan. No, oh, I hope it's Juan. My finger is ready. <laughs> what are your kids' names? Oh no, no. No, that's not. He's not going to say. He doesn't want Don't to say comment. Anything. Well, <laughs> all right, Guillermo. Guillermo 2 and Guillermo 1. Yeah. <laughs> Junior. But seriously, is one of them named Juan? Because then that would be funny because we have that one joke and then it'd be like we... I know. Is it? <laughs> it is. That's why he's not saying it. They're both named Juan. I feel like Guillermo has turned it around on us and making it incredibly <laughs> yeah. uncomfortable. So he's got... Yeah, we're, we're Juaning. Juan 1 and Juan 2? Yeah. <laughs> Juan Uno Juan hang up on you three times when I saw the movie Sisters you know that scene where she's t- she says hey Juan hey Juan about eight times in a row she can't get the Korean girl's name right <laughs> yes I kept thinking of our show I kept thinking <laughs> if we could get someone to say that on our show you just need that drop yeah I'll look for that 
All right. Thank you for calling in, Guillermo. Unless you have a question, we're, we're going to let you go. He probably would or like to topic. know what, yeah. O- yeah, what other shows are right. going on in Albany. Do you have any info? <laughs> what? Do you have like a tour dates page on metalinjection.net? There is a tour dates page. Could you yes. click on that and then click the Albany tab? What about a, a, <laughs> no, he can do he that. Can do Damn it. Isn't uh, Devil You Know on a tour? I heard it. Is that the same one? They're not on tour with this. I the know. same one? <laughs> it's the, Wait, so same one. does Albany really merit a tab, by the way? <laughs> that was the joke. There was no Albany tab. <laughs> Maybe you need it. Maybe more bands would start playing there if it's just not top of mind. If MetalInjection.net, famous TMZ of Metal website, had an Albany tab on every page, then people would know. And then maybe, maybe add the Albany tab as soon as Guillermo goes back to Nebraska. <laughs> well, by the time he gets around to it. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> wow. Wow, what a bird. You jerks. You're both she jerks. Said it. Do you have, so Gary, do you have a question or, or, or are we gonna let you go? No, I don't have a question. I was just listening, but uh uh thanks for keep doing the show guys. It's really really nice to still listening to it after all these years. Aww. Thanks for listening, Gary. Yeah. yeah. It's yep. nice to have you after all these years. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. we we love having you as a listener. All right. Yeah, sometimes I don't li- I, I don't listen in what? Day, but um on Mondays and Tuesday I just download the MP3 and listen it. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Today. You don't listen live, yeah. but then you download it. Uh, I like later. that. That's actually for a metal podcast. Yeah. That's pretty good. You got to download us. I like I it. it. I like it. Thank you, Guillermo. All Gave right. us some good uh some good branding. That All could right. be like a new fest or something, the Download Fest. Mm, there's the Download Fest. In yeah. The UK. We're louder than download. See, I like go. it. Five six two. Area code five six two. You're on the line. Guillermo yes. Uno. Come on. <laughs> How do I follow up, Guillermo? I don't know, Mario. Let's, let's find uh, out. <laughs> Mario, do you have a brother named um, Juan? <laughs> I actually don't. Ill- Ill- any illegitimate I have an children? Uncle oh, all right, there you go. I have a, yeah. Uncle. Your number Juan, think, Uncle yeah, Juan. Great uncle, Gina. Uncle Gina Juan. That is the Mexican. Yeah, Eugene. About that message I left last time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't remember that. Can at we all. play that again? That was so sad. <laughs> Mario <laughs> called us and left a very, very drunk uh, voicemail. Yeah. <laughs> hey, live cast. This is Mario. And I may or may not have been drinking. Sounds sort of like Dave Hill. I I wanted to say hello, (laughs) and I wanted I wanted to request something which I I have not heard in a while, and I I feel a physical need for it. (laughs) I. Need you to play Tickle My Vagina because why the fuck not? <laughs> this is our first drunk dial. Anyway, I would like to say a special shout out to Noah because you're fucking sexy. How dare you? <laughs> okay, true. Did that do anything for you? And and shout out, shout <laughs> to Sid because fucking Sid is. Perfect. Oh, I remember oh, this now. Yeah. I, everyone got shouted out but me. <laughs> you prick. Well, Mario wanted to call in and say it to you live yeah. in person. Uh, I yeah, get sure. a shout out. 
You don't count them. You cut it off, didn't you? No, that was, you... It. that was it. Oh, was so it. me and Rob then. Go ahead, Mario. Tell <laughs> him. Fuck you. Okay. Uh, Darren? No, no. You're just patronizing you're... me now. No, no. <laughs> okay, no, stop. Okay. Rob will take But I'll take the patronizing. Go on. Rob's a fucking horse. Just call him a fucking horse? What did you say? How dare you? No, he's a boot face. Oh, bringing it back. Ouch. He said booba face. Oh. Boobalicious face? So do you have anything Do you want to apologize to Noah for saying she's fucking hot Why would he No you don't have to apologize well, cause, well, cause, I don't apologize for that at all I would reiterate that Noah is fucking sexy Thank you Mario Just said it more clearly this time <laughs> Are you drunk now You sound a little <laughs> like you've been Are you high I, I've not had anything to drink today Mario if you will take a thought experiment with me Let's say uh, okay. you, you were on uh, Your uh, Tinder app and Noah popped up, and you uh, decided to uh, swallow your pride and uh, reach out to her, take your chance, and she actually agreed to go out on a date with you. Wait Tell us minute. what that night would be like. Ugh. Okay, fine, but Walk that's not how through. Tinder works. So. <laughs> All right, whatever. You swiped her. Okay. Um, well, depending on what it was that she wanted, I know right now she just wants to be... But if she wants something more, she wants more to be treated like a lady, though she's not going to do it for free. Hey, yeah, it's yeah. Like, take her out for a meal or something. Yeah, she's not just she's not take just going to give you the I'm not, V. I'm not just going to go into a porta potty yeah. with you. I don't know about a lady. I mean, she wants to get some <laughs> like a human. She wants to get a dinner out of it. Yeah, that's all. Oh something. yeah, at least. Yeah, no, I would I would take her to dinner. Give Where us, would you take yeah. her to dinner? Yeah, Del Taco. <laughs> Um, well, day two, of course. You're coming here? You're wow, coming? you're going to come all the way to Brooklyn? Well, if you're going to come here, you got to well, do better. Day two is, yeah, kind of a shithole. Let's, no, no, let's, good pretend, let's pretend I'm, I'm visiting Monica. Over here. No, no, I'm visiting Monica in California. J3. Oh, okay. So well, I would say, Noah, you like Italian food, yes? I like all sorts of cuisines. Uh, that happens to be one. There's this place called uh, Buca de Pepe. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's pretty good. Does that mean Pepe's mouth? Uh, really good mouth? Italian food. Hmm? Does that mean Pepe's mouth? I have no idea. Boca de Pepe. <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard. I thought he said Buca. Which did you say, so, Boca or Buca? I, I said Buca. That's how I've always heard it pronounced. Buca. Oh, I, I don't Boca. know what that is. You know what Pepe means in Spanish, right? No. Frank. That's for Francisco. I'm going to go to Frank's mouth. Pepe is, is Frank. No. Pepe is Frank. Fra Francisco and Pepe is like the nickname for Francisco. I had no idea. Yeah, I had no idea about that either. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, Rob, fine. you should uh, yeah. do a, a little swap on metalinjection.net so it's always Pepe Godla. <laughs> see how long it takes him to notice. Or just start calling Frank Pepe. <laughs> they don't hang out. When would he have an opportunity? Oh, stop. When you text him hello. Once Will you moon. stop? <laughs> or like in like a really important meeting. <laughs> Pepe? As, as me and my, my partner Pepe here. <laughs> Pepe like and Rabba, come on. It's a hit. Robert Pepe? <laughs> uh, sure. Of course, you would put your name Robert first. Robert the top. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Mario knows. There you go. That's my Mario testimonial. And Robba, you're such a top. You are the top. <laughs> All right, Mario. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate the Italian meal, but it's not going to work out. 
God damn it. <laughs> one quick thing. I still say How many? it's perfect. <laughs> well, Just <there> one. <laughs> hmm? oh, he said Just one, one quick thing, so we hung up on him. Rest in peace, Mario. I don't think that actually kills them. <laughs> I'm pretty Get sad. to me for the night. Right. Or until they call back later on in the night. Well, that's our way of saying good night. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah, you know, rest peacefully. It doesn't mean forever. Yeah. It's for a few hours. After yeah. the show's over, you got to listen to the whole show. Yeah, we got JR coming up in yeah. the program. Uh, we oh, have, yeah. uh, I believe, Colin on the line. Oh, boy. Who cares? <laughs> Earlier today, he tweeted me a link to the Ghostbusters trailer, uh-huh. just with no comments or anything. Just really, what did you think of it? I Colin? still haven't watched it. I think it looks fine. Yeah, it's watchable. Oh, Colin, what did you think of it? It. I mean, the effects were good, but the acting looked like crap. Personally, why? Because it's I, women. I don't think the acting looks no, like no, crap. No, at I, all. Don't I, think think all I don't f- think. Oh, sorry, I have no problem with being at all women. I have no problem with that. I think all the actresses involved are great. Uh, I think the writing looks a little suspect. I don't know why the the black character has to. Speak. I know that I got the street sense, and I'm gonna show y'all how to like. Well, it just seems very cliche to me. Like, but you know what though? Like, I hope it's just. I, the I, I, I have seen that blowback. And it's like that's just Leslie Jones's character. Okay, but like I feel like that's. You know, maybe like I'm not criticizing her. I feel right. like maybe that doesn't belong in this particular movie that has an established canon to it, mm-hmm. and you know, to be faithful to it. Yeah, I, I think it would have been a great spin if they did the same thing with the three scientists, and then the fourth person was like a, but like the, the fourth person would be maybe like the science, the smartest scientist of all of them would be the black and then you'd go in there expecting to see the well, I feel stereotype like there, and they would turn it on its head in a way there has to be the the one layman mm-hmm. for them to explain all the right, the science to so right. like all the of them foil. couldn't have been yeah all of them couldn't have been brilliant because then there, there's no way to like right like right just figure out some different dynamic where the the foil is not yeah. the black person that works in a token booth right. like it just seemed very obvious but anyway I'm reserving judgment yeah I, I feel like ultimately it's just the trail like I yeah I love yeah, Ghostbusters trailer, yeah. and I love all of those actresses and also it's Paul Feig well, I don't Feig. love Melissa McCarthy Feig. I love the other three actresses Paul Feig and he's he he's pretty good even in like movies that I thought would be shitty they're still decent. Like uh, Spy. That no, I've heard good things. Movie. I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah it wasn't bad. It was like it was way too long. It could have been half an hour shorter, but uh, or like you know twenty minutes shorter. But it was competent and like uh, the other movie that she did with him with Sandra Bullock. What was that? Oh, Spy Hard. That was, or no? Wait, no. no. What was it called? Uh, the, oh, heat, the, the Heat. The Heat. The Heat. That was great. That was legitimately hilarious. That was a good movie, yeah. yeah. Uh, so. I was I was very So this Ghostbusters movie, does this take place in a universe where the original movies never happened or they did and this is like a sequel or this is well, just a retelling yeah. of the same can story? I, can I just say it's confusing because when the movie was announced, uh-huh. they said this is going to take place it's, it's going to retell the story as if it first happened in okay. in our time. Then in the trailer, it starts off with 30 years ago they saved New York from a ghost, whatever, you know. Okay. And then they show them, and it's, it exists in 2016 as if 
that movie happened. In, yeah, in their that universe. movie that movie happened with the male cast. Yes. Yeah, but and, like that. Uh, True to lie. Like, that actually happened in that okay. universe. This is the universe that comes from, that's 30 years after that. I have a question. Okay. Is Slimer also a woman? <laughs> Slimer is still... <laughs> Slimer I mean, is, is unisex. Is, yeah, yeah. Is asexual. He's a unisex. Oh, yeah. He's a ghost. He's not... There, there's no gender. He doesn't identify with any gender. He's a yeah. third He's not... sex. Yeah. <laughs> you, you refer to Slimer as they, basically. Yeah. Oh. Or it? Exactly. No, it is insulting. It is insulting. Noah, Noah come on. <laughs> Trigger. Triggered. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll end up seeing that movie eventually. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a download or a, a rental or whatever they say. Uh, see, what the thing with me is I'm against reboots in general just on principle yeah, because I think too. it's fucking cheap. Oh, yeah. But, but I, I make exceptions like to that. Robo yeah. And, they yeah. do it all right. Like Creed, when I saw the trailer. But that's not I, a reboot. That's a I sequel. I was like... Uh, uh, it's kind of a reboot. It's kind it's of like a, a, a spin-off. But it's still almost. no it's, reboot is when you tell the same story the same over. Yeah. Right. Okay. So let's see. What was a good reboot? Batman begins. Yeah, the Christopher Nolan Batman. Yeah. But there was yeah. so much time in oh, between. Yeah, those were dark. It's fine. But now they like with these the, the superhero movies. They reboot it like every couple of years. Yeah. You don't even. But have the time Creed, to... I don't like what I was trying to say with the Creed thing. Though is like the first trailer. I was like, this is real. This isn't like a parody. Like it just <laughs> seems so absurd to me that they actually made this movie. But then I watched it and it was amazing. It was so good. So I feel if it's written well, yeah. you can get away. But with it. it just I, for the most part, it just seems like they're it, it, Hollywood's just scared of doing anything new. Yeah. It's like, hey, if we use this name, the pe- like, why did we need a Point Break remake? Oh what the God. fuck? That wasn't even good for, the first time. For who? And also, it had nothing to do with the... It was a completely different movie. It's just called Point yeah, Break. Yeah, like, they thought that was going to bring them in a windfall of cash, <laughs> yeah. that name recognition. <laughs> oh, another another what? good reboot, the, the Muppets movie, the first one. I didn't one. see it. I really liked it. It was very sweet. Oh, yeah, that funny. was a good one. Thanks, Colin. Thanks for the backup. I really... By the way, Buco Di Beppo, is that what you were looking for? That someone was Mario. In the, someone in the chat uh, suggested that. No, I know. I'm saying answer if the chat. Somebody uh, text no with a menu to that place so she could <laughs> figure out what she would order. Colin sounds like very talkative today. Like he's more balanced than usual. Colin, let me ask you a question. If you had the opportunity to interview Jim Ross. Oh, I thought you were going to say if he could take no on a Tinder date. No, no. How old is Colin again? Uh, I'm 24. Yeah. Wow. Doesn't meet my age requirements. What, what's your what age are your age requirement? requirements? Like 30, 25 and up? 35 to like 50. Older? What? Really? That's a guy that was 31, you wouldn't date him? Uh, if everything else was on point? 31, I would date. You'd stretch it for that? Yes. Rob, <laughs> I would stretch that. I'm older than 30. <laughs> no, I meant don't oh, stretching. Oh, I see. I see. Not, stretch don't don't stretch too far, then it starts to hurt. I thought he was talking about stretching balls, but anyway, moving on. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And how so, much is too old for you? Um, I wouldn't date anyone older than fifty. Oh. But I would like I would do late forties. These are loose, loose. This is a yeah. loose range. It's yeah. all dependent on the person. Right. Uh, but I was going to say, Colin, if you had the opportunity to interview Jim Ross, j- just as Noah and I did, mm-hmm. what would you have asked him? Why did uh, Vince uh, fire you? Oof. That's a... That'd be an awkward question. You wouldn't feel yeah. a little awkward asking We kind of know why anyway. I mean, yeah. Because of Ric Flair and everything, it was just... 
Well, that was their excuse. I don't think that's really why. I think they just thought he was too old and didn't wasn't attractive enough on camera. Which is well, really he was stupid. already not on camera though. He wasn't on camera. He but was he like was doing a brand he, ambassador. More. But right. But his job was to be in the public eye, wasn't he? I guess, I don't know. They just yeah. I, I feel like probably his contract because he's been I there thought, so long. They probably just want to get rid of. He was probably the making money. so yeah so much yeah. money. And if they weren't using him in a prominent role, then why yeah. pay all that? That's right, but so they, it was just the perfect excuse. So if you didn't know what happened, basically he hosted a panel, and Ric Flair was on the panel with all these other big names like Steve Austin, Paul Heyman, mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan, blah blah blah. And Flair was very drunk. And, oh, start, and took over the panel, and the panel actually was pretty darn entertaining. When yeah. I watched it, I'm like, I don't really see is the big deal. Is this on WWE Network, or is it like one of those things? No, you could, it's out. on YouTube. You could find it. But uh, then he started talking about his son, and, and how his son died, and then Flair how did, yeah, uh, and how yeah. Triple H David. was so kind that he like, f- like flew him out or something like that, and, and he buried his <laughs> Hall of Fame ring with his son. And he said that Triple H bought him a replacement Hall of Fame ring uh, so that he could have one as well. And he was like, that was like the nicest thing anyone's ever done for me. And so he he tells this very emotional, like intense story. And they're like, this is supposed to be promoting our video video game. What are you doing? You know, and so Jim Ross got blamed for that because he didn't. He was uh, the moderator. He was the moderator and he didn't like. He didn't moderate. Yeah. Yeah. But what are you going to do? Tell me, stop talking about your son, like dead son. How do you interrupt that? Uh, Yeah. But then uh, so then both of them got fired, basically. Ric Flair and. Yeah. But then six months later, Ric Flair's back on TV. Yeah. And he's. Still today on TV. Yeah, so but Jim Ross ever Charlotte. since. Yeah, dancing Boy. around in his moccasins. I bought oh, Ric Flair a new ring, and I bought Lem uh, a new <laughs> poker machine, and I so bought my wife. <laughs> my wife. My wife is seven years. Yes, we have it. Yes, I have it somewhere. Yes. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. <laughs> Um, yes, my, my wife, wife. My wife <laughs> like it, um, sex in anus, yes. My wife. My wife. <laughs> my wife. My wife. Good time. <laughs> my wife. All right. Colin, we're going to let you go. All right. 701, area code 701. What's up? Is this Levi? Uh, hey, guys. It's Levi. Yeah. Hello. Okay, start talking about the Mets. Darren has a new Mets hat, which he purchased. Yeah, it's very nice. Oh, it's it's nice got the, the old New York Giants colors. It does? With Wait. the orange and Isn't the black. That what it is anyway? Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Somewhat. It's more gray. Gray, yeah. It's I like a very it. classy looking hat. Thank you. I'm all about class. What's up, Levi? Uh, not much. Just listening to your voices. No. All right, then. Do it's your, not creepy at all. Do your uh, co-workers think it's strange that for your lunch break you go outside and you call a podcast instead of like eating? Well, they don't know who he's calling. Uh, um, no. Uh, actually, everybody kind of digs it. Uh, they're actually quite confused most of the time because I talk to you guys with my headphones on, so it's just like I'm vaping in like a break room. And then talk to yourself. <laughs> so yeah, and it's like it's like you know I'm answering your questions, so they're ever both yeah everybody's very confused. Nice. Oh, cool. They're probably yeah. confused to begin with, though, because they're all high on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're they're medicated, so yeah. Same difference. Are there rules as to how high you can get at work? 
I guess it's like, uh, I don't know yeah, what's the we, rule for you, Rob. We can't Rob. do hash. Uh, we can't do hash. We can't do edibles. But uh, like after work, it's cool. But just uh, yeah, just basically just herb uh, during the day. No injecting heroin. Now, cool. also here's a, like, do you get paid? In cash, or do you get paid like store credit? <laughs> no, like, like, is it like, or do you get like no, a check? Actually, like, is it I'm on the really, books? Um, dude, I, I work for a very legit dispensary. I have life insurance, uh, health insurance, uh, dental through this place. Uh, I get a check. I get the discount. Like, I get everything, man. Wow, so you get a discount on the pot? That's oh, amazing. Man. You have the best job. You, you have you have the Thank best you. life. I mean, I guess it's essentially it's a retail job, right? Like, ultimately, you're. you're... Well, uh, I just I just got promoted, so like I don't like sell the weed anymore. I'm in the back uh, handling like all the bulk of it as of like last week so I just get to do kind of what I did before in Humble just deal with pounds and the, uh, the large bulk of it all so what I don't get it so you get a, 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 like five, 10 pounds of weed and then you gotta like split it up or what do you gotta do yeah yeah it's like it's like we're in, like I'm an, yeah, I'm an inventory guy so like uh, I gotta count all the grams of hash all the pounds we sell things um, things coming in and out I gotta meet up with vendors through the day like collect uh, money uh, all that kind of shit you know yeah so, okay, here's the other thing. You know, everyone's pretty high in there. And, like, counting money, uh, it's not the easiest thing to do when you're high. Do you, is everything, like, automated? Do you have, like, the money counters? Like, nothing left to stone <laughs> They're called Jews, we, we Rob. Do. Uh, we money do, counters. but I, I, think, Come uh, on. I think the one thing, like, There's when machines. you get hired oh. at a dispensary, it's showing that you're knowledgeable about cannabis, you give a fuck about cannabis, but also that you're a functioning stoner. So it really doesn't matter. Like, I mean, when something happens, you know, human error is alive and well. We all know that. So, you know, if something happens, we laugh it off. But, yeah, I mean, we all can do our fucking job and, Communicate they, with everybody, um, being stony or not, it's all good. Do they put you through like an obstacle course to make sure that you're like fully <laughs> functional as a pothead? Um, like, what's if you're too medicated? We we're like we might let you know, like like, hey, are you okay? But I mean, yeah, most of the time, I mean, we're functioning stoners. I mean, like, and then on the whole thing, like them not letting us smoke hash and like eat edibles. I mean, we're all stoners, so like, don't tell me not to do something because I'm going to do it if you tell me not to do it. You know, so I mean, I can do whatever I want. So you're saying that you've smoked oh. hash. On the clock. He, he's at work. You don't <laughs> don't have him say it now. He's the best job. Oh, whatever. Who could, no, yeah, it doesn't matter. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, just yeah. Don't tell me not to do something. I'm going to do it anyways. So, Levi, congratulations on your promotion and showing the hey, world thanks, that stoners can be productive and successful. Good oh, job. But only in the stoner industry. Yeah. Whatever. Still, but being that, I'm in the right industry, Sid. Being that you're a good judge of what a functional stoner is, and being that you listen to this yeah. podcast and frequent metalinjection.net, also known as the TMZ of metal, how would you how Rob, would you Rob rank and Rob? Noah crush it, Rob and Noah, crush it. Thank you. Oh, thanks. What did I do? Yeah, she does not. She does not work for the TMZ of metal. You guys, you no, no, you guys are both very functioning stoners. I got to tell you, no matter what you guys do, uh, uh, yeah, half off. Yeah, that's because they don't smoke when they're. On, we, they smoke in the middle of the show. What? We've no. been smoking what? this entire time. Yeah, <laughs> and first of all, I used to not be a functional stoner. Rob could, you know, affirm it. Like mm-hmm. I used to just smoke in the house and not want to go outside, but I just kept working uh-huh. hard. You really have to work hard. You have to train myself. yourself. I had to train myself. <laughs> right. You know, small steps. And it's now like for the I'm Pot Olympics, you I feel. I feel yes. I'm kind of the opposite now. Like I'm less. I'm uh, as more time goes by, I'm less a functional stoner. Only because I just don't want to do anything when I'm high. So it's like, I, I <laughs> check like, spell. Uh, might as well not get um, stoned. Uh, what? Actually, You're not uh, getting stoned during the day? Oh, I see. To you. 
I'm sorry, what? Yo, um, I, I, uh, I got to go, actually. Uh, oh, the reason sorry. why I'm calling you guys right now is just because I want to hear your voice for a second. Uh, I'm oh. going to converge tonight uh, in neurosis, so I got to oh, wow. for that. So that's I just wanted awesome. to say hi you guys. That's, that's going to be a great have time. Fun. Make sure you have plenty of, Dude, uh, of vape pens handy for neurosis because it looks like a sick show. Dude, uh, uh, I'm going to be ready, but uh, I'm actually looking forward to, uh, to uh, converge. But uh, tonight's converge and then tomorrow night's uh, cannibal course, so I'm pretty excited. Oh, you got a busy, uh, busy few days ahead of you. Yeah, um, my uh, roommate runs uh, the Fillmore and the Masonic, which are two venues uh, in uh, San Francisco, and mm-hmm. I actually got free tickets tomorrow night to uh, Campbell Corpse. So I'm pretty excited about All that. All the hookups for Levi. Yeah. You're getting free Levi weed. Levi is making shows. it work for him. Like, he's he's got the life. I, I am, Noah. I am. Good for you. <laughs> All right. All right. Go Have back to one. work. That's All right. Cool. Later, guys. The Fillmore is a nice venue. I've yeah. been to that yeah. place. Uh, yeah, no, I don't. I, uh, d- during the day, I don't smoke, so I can't really blame it on uh, the pot. All the I don't believe hours. you. Uh, I, I will, sometimes I will take a one hit or, or two, but then or, uh, or, or seven. No, no, no. Yeah. I'll take a one hit, but then I just find myself like takes longer, yeah. and it's like I want to get done, but because I'm stoned, it takes me longer get to done do what? stuff. Pooping with work. Oh. So I can get more stoned. But a robber's job is never done. There's a metal news is breaking twenty four seven. True, man. it's very hard. A Rob's job. A Robba job. Robba Jabba? Robba Jabba. Robba Jabba. Robba Jabba. All right. Uh, let's talk about Kerry King. He, he oh, said dear. a lot of things this week that were pretty <laughs> yeah, fun. I didn't hear about this. No. Uh, so Kerry King, if you don't know, guitarist of Slayer. <laughs> so first he commented on the... Uh, well, let's let's do this first. He talked about how Metallica and Iron Maiden are living on past success. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing: like, it didn't seem like he was in any way provoked to talk about them. Oh, he just <laughs> like randomly brought he it up randomly in an shit talk them. <laughs> but isn't that what all of these bands are doing? So, like, uh, uh, what do no, you mean? I mean? Slayer's doing the same thing, aren't they? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a little. I feel it's a little hypocritical. But here's here's the thing: when uh, the interviewer asked if Slayer was living on their history, uh, he goes, "We're living on our history for sure, but so is everyone else. Yet we're the ones trying to push ourselves forward." I would say Iron Maiden and Metallica. No offense, oh are living on past success. Metallica has toured forever on the Black Record, which a lot of people don't like. I actually like it. It's not me. I'm not being critical at all. Is it Master of Puppets? Of course not. But it's a great record. Iron Maiden for me is living off their first three records. Have they made a good song since then? Yes. Yes. But they haven't made great records. I like to think we're still making great records. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you would pe- like to think And that. as much as people come out wanting to hear Rain and Blood and Angel of Death, they also want to hear Disciple or even yes. Implode. No. <laughs> Disciple, yes. Disciple, yes. Implode, most- no. I will say, like, uh, you know, the last great Slayer record we, we agree God on, hates God Hates Us All. It's Slayer. Which is a Slayer record. And it's Disciple Slayer. You is listen a wonderful, to it. It's Slayer. But like the last three records are just like, I, I haven't listened to them more than twice, if even twice. But they're Slayer. It's not as, it doesn't have the punch. Iron Maiden, remember all the Iron Maiden records. He kept saying Slayer. Oh, oh Tom Araya. Yeah. Oh, like when you listen to it. Yeah. This is Slayer. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all. That's their task. Well, as long as, Carrie, uh, as, long as Tom Araya uh, yeah. recognizes the music. Yeah, like, then clearly. Oh, this is Slayer. I'm in the right room. It's all right. It's good. Yeah, I played on this. This is Slayer. 
But this statement is like just completely lacking any self-awareness. It's unreal. It's Noah, uh, what's the last Iron Maiden record you enjoyed? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Did you like the last one they just put out? I heard a couple of songs off it, but I didn't listen to the whole thing. Mm. What was that one that had the Wicker Man on it? When they had that big tour in like the early 2000s or whatever and had that album. I remember people were excited about that. Oh, Brave New World. There you go. That was, I think, the last Iron Maiden album people were even yeah. somewhat excited about. Let's hear that. So that was 2000. So yeah. that was uh, more recently than uh, God Hates Us All. Was it? Yeah, God Hates Us no. All was oh, one. oh, no, 2001. Yeah. You're right. Was so that was just beat him up. That was released on 9 11. There you go. God Hates yeah. Us All. Slayer killed 3,000 people. <laughs> this so, is Iron Maiden. It's Iron Maiden. Yeah. It's Iron Maiden. Yeah. Oh, this is Iron this Maiden. This is Iron Maiden. I hear this and I go, this is Iron Maiden. Yeah, this is definitely Iron Maiden. Yeah. yeah. It's Iron Maiden. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But this is just the last time I, I I don't even know the name of an album that they put out after this. But Iron Maiden... I mean, he's saying that Metallica and Iron Maiden are making money off of their history, but Iron Maiden has, like, beer and, you know, a bunch of other stuff that they're making money Which is even of. worse than making money off your history. It's making money off of shit that you just slap your name on. Well, so does Slayer. Like, yeah. They, they slap their name on oh, yeah, anything and everything. yeah, they have that wine. Right? They have everything, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to maximize your earning potential when you're Slayer. They're kind of a niche thing, you know? Much as I love Slayer, they're, they're making great. Are money. they more they niche aprons. than Iron Maiden? Yes. Really? Yeah. Iron Maiden plays arenas. Slayer plays okay. like three thousand person. I'm not saying they don't make money. I'm saying that they they make money because they capitalize as much as they can right. on yeah. it. I agreed completely. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, like they have, like Slayer, Slayer like pint glasses and like book bags. <laughs> I'm going to have a Slayer book bag. Don't kids catheter. just like put a... <laughs> Slayer catheter? Couldn't you just put like a patch on a regular book there bag? There are Slayer condoms. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh my God, can yes. you get one? <laughs> They're just... Here's the thing about it that's so stupid. Like, it's just like a... a it doesn't know, feel as good? Is that what you're... No, doing? it's just like, you know, like how it's matches... It has like a match matches exterior, and then when you open it, it's just a Durex condom. Like, oh. So it's like that's <laughs> just it. like the matchbook part says Slayer. On. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's a matchbook <laughs> condo. That's it. So why not just make matchbooks? There's a custom gift box for the condom for Slayer, like a Slayer. But what are you putting in the box? Is there something yeah. in the box? No, you would buy gifts and then put them in the Slayer box. Obviously. Oh, like oh, a box they sell a papyrus. Uh, yeah. I, oh my god. It's There's Slayer lame. rolling papers. Okay. A tote bag. A Slayer tote, a Slayer merch shirt. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, Can you get a Slayer theme for your OK Cupid app when you uh, <laughs> when you look at Israeli? Uh, and uh, shockingly, one of the uh, menu items talking about living on past success is rain in blood. <laughs> nah, it's like come on, Carrie. Uh, well, that was one quote. Oh, so for that thing, I was like, so like, I was like, this is so ridiculous. I ran a poll. Mm-hmm. When you go see Slayer, what do you want to see? And the <laughs> options are old stuff exclusively. I come for the new stuff. 
a mix of old and new, or I'd rather see Metallica or Iron Maiden. <laughs> what did your and, poll tell you, Rob? And after 4,958 votes, with 44% of the vote, which is 2,205 votes, I'd rather see Metallica or Iron Maiden. Ouch. <laughs> I agree. And I, 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 li- I think I have Metallica and Slayer fairly on the same tier. Like, I don't mm-hmm. can put one over the other. But to see them live, I'd much rather go to a Metallica show. Then, because, uh, what about Iron Maiden? I was never a huge Iron Maiden fan. Oh. I like them. But, but their live shows are fun. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just, Metallica is like an arena show, and Slayer is like. You know, you're standing there, like, kind of cramped, and... There's a drunk guy passed out on you. probably Nazis hanging out. It's not really because of the actual show itself. It's just, you know. Uh, And so then, a mix of old and new was in second place. What was dead last? I come for the new stuff. There you go. 49 votes. There you go. Who? How did Kerry King? I really hope. I really hope Slayer (laughs) plays "World Painted Blood" from beginning to end tonight. uh Man, I've really been digging that new Slayer, man. That'll happen. All forty-nine of those votes are people who wouldn't like honestly don't feel that way, but just know what you're getting at. So they wanted to fight. Yeah, they just want to defend Slayer's honor. They want to stick like a twig in your bicycle wheel. That's all. I would love to see somebody do that to Rob. He's so big that would be Aww. that would just be a hilarious visual to see this giant man go flying off a bicycle. You're ass, terrible. Ass over tea kettle. Yeah, good, good I thing. mean that happened to you once, right? Yeah. Did you fall off? Someone a did. Someone put a twig in there. Is that it, what there was, Oops. No, was it no one, Sid? No, I, I was uh, riding along uh, uh, the Verrazano like that. Oh my God! You, you know, almost like, fell off a bridge. Not the bridge, no. but the yeah, the like you know, I'm off the Belt Parkway. Uh-huh. There's yeah. like the bike lane. Yeah, and there was a twig or whatever, and so it was like no. there was like a a pothole. <laughs> And then a twig, so the combo of two flipped me out. Like, the front wheel got stuck, and I got, like, flipped over. I Could wish I, I was driving on the Bell Parkway that Would night. you have ran him over just to add insult I to landed on my wrist and my hip. I had such a huge bruise. And the thing is, there's only one entrance to this thing. So, you like, there's only one way to get, get out of here. Because you're on the opposite side of the highway. No, I could get up. So I had to limp my bike like half a mile or whatever to exit the spot. (laughs) And so I was biking with Frank. Pepe, you mean. Come on, say right. With with Pepe. And I was like, oh, man, I fell. And then I looked and I'm like, oh, shit, I dropped my wallet. I dropped my wallet. Uh, Crawl limp back to the wallet. Pepe was so kind. He went back and got Uh, my wallet. Did he take the cash out before he gave it back to you? (laughs) No, Pepe kept the cash intact. Honorable Pepe. Good job. All right. Muy bueno. It was one of the commenters, actually, that put the twig in your bike. It was was Robert Pazbani as a lib cunt, I think. Uh, Well, the other thing Carrie said. Is he commented on this the, the great one, the Phil Anselmo uh, controversy oh, from a few okay. weeks back? Where Anselmo, what's the big chance in white power? No, uh, well, and so here's the thing: I've been avoiding writing about this. Like other people have commented on it, yes, and I'm just I'm not even writing about it because like all this, all writing about this does is it brings out the racists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. Isn't like, that like any post? Yeah, any post, like yeah, like about any, anything. <laughs> like seriously, and it's just like I don't want to deal with these fucks or, or these idiots. And like, but this I thought 
I thought it was a worthy quote. <laughs> right. I'm a little gassy from the side. I love it when Rob is trying to tell a news story and he burps. <laughs> So uh, this is a very serious topic. <laughs> that's not what I sound like. <laughs> sort of. That's what your speaking voice sounds like. Not okay, burp. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Carrie King uh, was asked about it, and he was like, he started talking about Angel of Death, and he said Slayer being accused of anti-Semitism is all unwarranted. I've said since 1986, if Angel of Death about Nazi physician Joseph Mengel was Mengele. a doctor. Are you Mengele. serious, Rob? You what? don't know how to pronounce How that? is it? Mengele. Mengele. Oh, Mengele. Excuse Jesus. me. I didn't know either. Yeah, calm down. An Israeli person doesn't know how to pronounce it? was that? a documentary wow. on the History Channel. It would probably win awards. Yeah. <laughs> well... Uh, they'd probably say he was an alien if it was on the history. No, they'd, it'd be weird because like that's like a three-minute-long documentary. Yeah, it's a pretty short documentary. Well, did but, it just put to music? But <laughs> doesn't make any sense. But Slayer said it, so they're racist. I agree with what he's saying, though. He said yeah. that was a thing at the time. They were considered racist, and he they would always go and do interviews and explain it like they're not glorifying the Nazis. It was just like just they're history. they're an aggressive band that talks about gory shit, and yeah. they just kind of talked about. Right, that to be shocking, but they didn't turn Nazis away from their shows. Sort of like Donald Trump not (laughs) denouncing the Ku Klux Klan, supporting him. No, but he they also criticized Joseph Mengele in the song too. It's not just because he wasn't efficient enough. (laughs) they didn't like his. (laughs) Come on, Sid. No, he says better ways. Rancid angel of death or whatever. Like he said, you know, there's critical terms against the Nazis in that song. So. He goes, that's just people not knowing what things are about. Now, what Philip did, I wasn't there, but of course, I've seen some of it on video. There's a line I think he crossed a little bit. A little bit. Little yeah. Bit. He may not come white back. power at the top of your lungs. Hold on. Sign. There's a line. I, well, I feel like I, I feel he threw in that a little bit because it's like, oh, this is my friend. I don't want to like throw him under the bus. But okay. let me continue to throw him under the bus. There's a line I think he crossed a little bit. Yeah, he may not come back from that. It was massive. So I guess it wasn't <laughs> yes, a little bit. Also sarcastically a little bit. Yeah. No, a little. Yeah, he went over a little, a little, little bit. bit, meaning a lot. Yeah. I got it now. Um, and then... Uh, white power. So what I loved about this is then, of course, the Jew hater, like people. Uh, I have a question. Um, just real quick. Does Slayer make a white wine? <laughs> no. <laughs> they only make r- blood red wine. That was mm, delicious. Uh, so uh, Chalmers, some of the said the Slayer tampons when you don't want to rain in blood. Oh. Yeah. Uh, uh, some guy named Hansel commented. Of course. Uh, I find this absolutely hilarious. Who did Phil Anselmo or any of the members of Slayer kill? No one. Yet we, we turn the cheek to the racist homogeny of Israel and Zionism. Hegemony. Oh, oh sorry. Come on, Ron. Well, homogeny saying they're all the same. Yeah. That's what it is. But that's not what it actually is. It actually hegemony. says hegemony because he right. showed me this. I know. So I I'm sorry. You're so smart. Oh, my God. Sorry. <laughs> so I'm a little dyslexic. No, you're not. Let you're me lazy. live. You know, it's what? a lot of pressure <laughs> having to read, you know, in front of a like a whole audience Thank of people. You, Noah. He's on air. Audience yeah. of people. There's three other people in this room. Well, a uh, very I mean, critical it's... audience. Well, well, 
trying to hold you to a higher standard. Of Israel and Zionism and Jewish supremacy and heavy metal music, which are, which is originally a genre created by the Europeans as a protest to the international Jewry clique. Wait, who's saying this? Some Just commenter. a commenter. Uh, Even though they didn't have the knowledge of it at the time, the owners of these metal websites are all Jews. Well, that is true. And they're liberal. Frank isn't a Jew. Pepe isn't a Jew. All right, well, and they're like, liberal racist Hegemony needs to end because, in all honesty, it's weak. And it's everything metal and aggressive forms of music is against. Uh, what? So he's saying that these metal bands are anti-Semitic. He's saying metal started as a protest against Jews. Which band specifically? Like Black Black Sabbath, Sabbath, I guess? All right. I, I, I don't doubt that. Though, isn't Sharon Osbourne Jewish? Yeah. Is that why they kicked Ozzy out? Uh, wake up, people! Sharon Osbourne's a Jew! Hegemony! <laughs> Hegemony Jellegers! Hermione's a Jew, too! Hermione! Hegemony! Hermogeny! Also, I love that people accuse me of being like a Zion. I am not a Zionist. I am all for Palestine. Your sister went there. <laughs> I, I think it's stupid. Adjacent like, to Zionist equals Zionist, Rob. Yeah. My sister is an I don't Will you denounce your sister? Yeah, right here and there. Oh, good. All right. That's that. That's solved. Oh, he left a follow up comment. I'm I'm taking responsibility by being open minded and defending my race and culture. (laughs) And and yes, while it's a cliche thing to blame the Jews and liberals, as you put it, it is no. No, it's it's as you put it. It's not really a cliche thing. It's a stupid thing. Yeah. Yeah. no doubt that the leaders of these metal websites are just that. And also with the Leninist edge to attack anyone who has a different opinion or is racist. Leninist. And you know what's interesting, too? I find that a lot of these racist comments come uh, from Europe. Oh, yeah? No. It's pretty it's bad guy, there. Yeah, like, yeah. especially like when I would check, like, the rudest comment especially on facebook always come from a european like a scandinavian person <laughs> is it all varg shocking as far as i see it you can't handle the truth or are too weak holding an opinion that's different from your crowd all negative behavior and all non-european dishonorable behavior comes from tribal judaism is there at least it's split up to chapters or how long is this, this is here. jews like dina hartley <laughs> Wait, Matt, what? what? Wait a minute. What? what? Like Port Starting to Hartley, right? What like, the? But Madeline Albright is a Jew. What? But what? Is- Karl Marx, mm-hmm. Lennon, Seth Rogen, Sasha Baron Cohen, Sarah Silverman, all very morally bankrupt people. Why? Because they're Jewish. What does Nina Hartley have to do with anything? That is, is she even Jewish, though? I, I Maybe. I don't know. That's is she circumcised? I, I just, but it was the weird, huh? <laughs> Very weird. Also, like, how about instead of writing a novel on someone else's website when you're complaining about the Jews run all metal webs, let's start your own then. Oh, uh, he's from Canada. Nina oh. Hartley's uh, father is Lutheran and her mother is Jewish. Oh well, then. What's her actual name? Is it Nina? Is that uh, Marie Louise Hartman? Okay, fair enough. She related to Phil. I don't know. That's hmm. a good question. Rest in peace. Doesn't say here. Um, but the second link for Nina Hartley Jewish is Nina Hartley, uh, www.jewwatch.com. <laughs> and she has her own entry. 
I don't know. Should I even click this? I don't want to like probably not get on a watch list. Yeah, I mean the word is right in there. It's pretty. It's pretty intense. Also, people saying like, "Oh, you're acting like this is the like Phil Anselmo killed a guy." It's like, no, he didn't kill a guy. This isn't. We're not demanding he go to jail. Yeah, like it's just. But what he did was wrong, and you have to point that out. Anyway, I'm already getting frustrated. No. Just talking about it. So let's let's talk a little bit more about it. Oh. There was footage earlier. There was a KKK rally last weekend because those damn uh, oppressive minorities putting down the whites and then a bunch of like metalheads and like crust punk showed up. Could I ask a quick question? Mm-hmm. Which side do you think had more metal injection fans? The KKK side or the metalhead side? Well, if they're, I feel like the KKK aren't metal injection fans because we're the Jew. Or, okay, media. fine, but people that go on the site to complain. Yeah. I no. feel like this is like the ultimate showdown of you versus your commenters in real life. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. So the footage just shows these, these punk uh, metalhead guys like punching these people and then these KKK assholes, they had, they had like knives and they had like they they had a shiv, oh, and, and one, one, somebody got stabbed with a flagpole. <laughs> of course, because what else do you do at a KKK? So right? Abdullah the butcher there. According to the, <laughs> well, according to the authorities, the metalheads hit first. Uh-huh. So it's like good. Maybe well, they were just uh, so. Here's the thing: I'm like very torn because it's like, well, you know, uh, for as. Retarded as the KKK, that's an insult to, to retarded people. As moronic as the KKK that's people. That's an insult are. to retarded people. <laughs> <laughs> to double down on it, go for yeah. it. Uh, as moronic as they are, you know, they do have a First Amendment right to, uh, to you know. Uh, to bring knives to a rally. Not bring knives to a rally, but to have the protest. So it's like, knives are in self-defense. But at the same time, it's like, fuck these people. You know, like, ultimately, I'm, I'm more on the side of, like, fuck them. They Listen, to be it's crazy. wrong to just attack people because they have shitty points of view, but I'm not really upset about it. Yeah. Yeah, we're well, not going to feel remorse for them. <laughs> it's not the place to draw the line in the sand. I'm not saying you should go around attacking KKK people, but when it happens, it doesn't exactly break my heart either. Yeah. Yeah. I just look the other way. <laughs> Area code 562, which side of the KKK debate are you on? I'll do the Reno. And honestly, I really wish I was at that rally because I would have brought a bunch of T-shirts that said on the back, shame on your stupidity. And then all the crust punk and metalheads or counter protesters just turn their back to them. Don't even acknowledge them the whole time. I have a better idea. I wish I was there to make it responsible, but... You, instead of that kind of a shirt, you should wear a live cast shirt there and then make sure the media photographs you. Because then we get free publicity. That's more important Just than any of this stuff. Just go to every like, rally. Or a Comic Sans t-shirt. Yes! And a Robba shirt. Imagine if you oh beat up God. a Klansman while wearing a Robba shirt. <gasps> Rob, how, do, how would you feel about that? I'm, I'm fine with that. You, you know what you should but, do? Sir. You should Photoshop live cast shirts onto the, all these metalheads <laughs> in the story. Why not? Wow. Wait, wait. Can you Photoshop a Dorensky shirt onto Rihanna or something? So that yes! So story on that. That's the perfect thing. All, all the, the people on Metal Injection complain when you do those stories, so you should do it as like a promo for our shirts. <laughs> yes! Like, fucking brilliant. Rob hates the no. idea. Why? I do have one comment, though. Okay. How many? My one thing... <laughs> I don't think you could say what the counter-protesters did was heroic, Rob. I 
just think the yeah, best thing that. to do is just to deplatform them. I I don't think it's really heroic to really frighten them and then give them a reason to stab somebody. I think it would have just been better if they silently protested. I agree with you. It's, yeah. it's, no one's no one defending. Like You should not become a vigilante and just seek out people you find reprehensible and attack them. That's not the solution. But all we're saying is that when they get their asses kicked, it's hard to drum up any sympathy for them because they are scumbags. Right. So that's but the, the the ethical question of whether it was right for them to get attacked. No, I don't agree that it was right. And I think the best counter protest would be to bring a bunch of pure looking white women <laughs> and then a bunch of thuggish looking black men. What does that mean? Thuggish looking black men, Rob? What are you trying <laughs> yeah, to say? Yeah, no, what the means. fuck, Rob? And some retarded people also. Rob? And then have the thuggish looking black men. Make out with the puritanical white women. That would totally. Shlomo could be there with a Wu Tang T-shirt. Well, Shlomo <laughs> could wear a kippah, wear a little yarmulke, <laughs> and make out with like a like a blonde uh, bimbo type woman. Yeah, no one like can it. make out with Howard Jones. Did you do that? Stop making racist jokes. First of all, stop making jokes. Good one. Mm. All right, we're about to play our Jim Ross interview. Now, if you had the chance to interview Jim Ross, what would you have asked him? Um, honestly, I don't know that much about Jim Ross. I like some of the comments he posted on Facebook. There was one guy that said, oh, could you break it, someone into more pieces like thirds or quarters? Mm. Maybe not just a half. Mm. We couldn't really that was a good that. question, but we didn't ask it. Oh, boo. Rob's right. not good with math. Hmm. Neither am I. All right, All fine. Right. Someone in the chat asked... Ask what if he wants to buy a Rob a t-shirt. Oh! What, what the highest grade Rob completed was. Uh, well, I graduated high school, and then I had... Uh, Dropped out of college. I know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm to listen for you to say it, not to Some answer college. the question. It's like the Kanye West album, College Dropout. Mm-hmm. Robbo West. Except Rob's talented. <laughs> Oh, thank you. All right, well... Sid disagrees with both ends of that joke. (laughs) Come on! Easy for Sid to say. I just view it as absurdist comedy, what you just did. What's Sid ever done? Other than talk shit on everyone. Nothing! I think that's plenty. Yeah, well, that's the problem. You're an underachiever, Sid. All right. As long as I'm satisfied with it. I guess so. Here's an overachiever, though. Someone who is on the... uh, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling on Access TV. We're talking about Jim Ross. Well, Let's... he's not wrestling. He's just commentating it, right? Yes. Yes. Unless they make him Denigrate wrestling. Denigrate the guest. Jeez. See, that's not <laughs> enough for you? Well, Rob said it like with the implication that he's in New Japan, like he's in the tournaments. Uh, Maybe no, he will I didn't. be one day. You said that. You said that. You said that. No, you said Can that. Can we just play the interview, please? <laughs> All right, here it is. It's the Metal Injection live cast. Rob and Noah here with, in my opinion, the greatest play-by-play announcer in pro wrestling history. He's going to be making, or he just made his debut on New Japan Pro Wrestling on Access TV. There's Friday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. The legendary Hall of Famer, Jim Ross. Jim, thank you so much for taking some time to talk to us. Thank you, Rob. Good to talk to you and Noah. 
Awesome, Thank awesome. Uh, I'm so excited. You know, like I mentioned, you're my you're my favorite play-by-play announcer, and it's so exciting to hear you back behind the mic calling pro wrestling for New Japan, arguably the most consistent wrestling product, I feel. I feel anytime I watch anything uh, from New Japan, there's always at least two or three great matches on there. How did it feel getting back behind the mic and starting to call wrestling again? I know you did it for Wrestle Kingdom last year, but now on a more consistent basis. Uh, it felt natural. It felt like I had returned home to, a, to some degree. Uh, and uh, it was the old bike, you know, the old bike riding analogy. It's right. like riding a bike. You know, it was once you kind of got used to your surroundings, your headset, the, you know, <laughs> the, the monitor, you know, they kind of get a feel for your my partner Josh Barnett and how where he was going to get in or where he was going to get out. Uh, it, it really uh, was fun, and it, we had a we had we did six shows in two days, and uh, I can tell you that at, at the end of the two days, I was ready to do more. I, I wasn't tired. I wasn't burnt out. I was needing more. And so it was a, really a cool uh, return to what can be a very sterile environment because you're trying to replicate live in a room, in an audio room, mm-hmm. just with two people sitting in it, watching TV and with the headsets on and calling matches. So you can find yourself being very canned, and that's a kiss of death. You know, I don't think that when people hear this show, uh, as it will be on Friday nights going forward, that they will, won't be able to tell that we're in the studio or we're in the arena. Um, so, Jim, I have to be honest with you. Um, only recently did I get into professional wrestling, and I've been going back and watching old matches and, you know, um, seeing you on, on WWE. I've never, you know, like Rob and, and Darren and my friends have told me about New Japan, uh, never had a chance to watch it. Of course, I will be watching it on Access TV. So what, what can I expect? What's, what's so fun about New Japan? I think uh, it's a more hard-hitting, overall hard-hitting, uh, more fundamentally sound product than we're oftentimes uh, uh, provided in North America. Uh, certainly not, you know, lashing out in the North American promotions at all. Oh, yeah. But the honesty of it is, is that the guys are trained in uh, the New Japan Dojo. Then they, they, they're sent out on tours to other areas, Mexico or North America or it is. Then they get them back. And by the time they get them back, uh, those young talents that, that they've nurtured from teenagers uh, are really matured and they're they're ready to go. They're ready to perform at a high level. So the way they're trained is a little different. Mm-hmm. Their approach is different, and the physicality is noticeably different. So uh, it's a uh, it's fun. You, I think watching New Japan, yeah. Noah, you would feel more like you're watching a real sport than watching a showbiz presentation. Oh my goodness! Well, I you know I I go crazy. Like I've been to like local uh, pro wrestling shows that are done in like churches in my neighborhood and stuff, and like I go insane. I bring the signs. (laughs) I I I yell. So um, I'm really looking forward to it, especially you know just like the Japanese culture. They really appreciate the the form of fighting and the the art and like all of the like like they're very meticulous about their way of life. So I'm I'm really excited. Yeah, you find, with that said, good, very good point, meticulous about their way of life. They're meticulous. Why do they live longer than Americans? <laughs> you know, uh, Seaweed? Uh, you know, we're thinking uh-huh. about little simple things. Well, then you break it down to the most, to what these guys are doing for a living. 
if they're more particular and more uh, exact in their life, that includes their job and they're efficient. And the efficiencies of the Japan people are as well known. So it's not a mystery that it translates into the, into the wrestling ring. As crazy as it may sound, those guys are trained professionals. They take great pride in what they do. Uh, on, they have a national television platform there. They're household words. They have magazines. They're in magazines and weekly publications. They make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So they take their job very seriously. So, uh, and, and the audience is very demanding. If they see somebody that's not giving out the great effort, then they, they just they detach from that person and they migrate to somebody else. And then when the promoters see that happening, the, the guys that got detached from are going to be pushed, put down the card and they're invariably going to end up making less money, which is not the goal of anybody. And, you know, uh, last year I remember seeing that uh, you were you brought the, the president of New Japan to the NXT show before WrestleMania. And I remember you reading in your blog, uh, reading in your blog how you suggested to uh, the president of New Japan that uh, they lend uh, Kasuchika Okada, the uh, IWGP world champion, uh, to WWE to kind of become a star here and come back a bigger star. And that right. ended up not happening, obviously, and Okada has that, said... That idea didn't go over so good. <laughs> that, that idea, yeah. Rob did not not get a, a rousing endorsement from the president of the company, uh, but he understood, he understood my method to my madness. Right. If Okada came to America and was a major star, had a prominent role at a WrestleMania or two, mm-hmm. he would go back to a hero's welcome to Japan. Of course. Well, what I- a made fan. Uh, well, what I was getting at is it seems as though uh, Nakamura kind of ended up doing that uh, in, in anyway. Uh, I, and I was just curious, like, did you have any, did you at any point introduce Nakamura to WWE? Were you in any way re- responsible for that or he just did that completely on his own? Well, I think uh, I wasn't directly responsible, but I did, when I got back from uh that uh, January 2015 event in the Tokyo in the Tokyo Dome, I did have the occasion to talk to Triple H, Paul Levesque, and to Vince McMahon, not together, uh, separate conversations, just shooting the breeze, catching up. And I said, you know, I, I, I did had this gig in Japan, and I had a great time. And man, I saw some really good talent. Just you know, uh, shooting the breeze, so to speak. And right. uh, we talked about the talent, and I told him about AJ. I thought AJ Styles was a Reminded me a lot of Shawn Michaels and to, in a lot of his techniques and his tendencies. And I said, but the guy that I saw that just blew me away was Shinsuke Nakamura. I said, you know, he, here's a wrestler that's MMA trained for the real stuff, mm-hmm. speaks English, and his two primary creative influences are Freddie Mercury and Michael Jackson. Oh, my goodness. Now, if that doesn't create some curiosity uh, from a creative arm or a promoter, I don't know what does. The guy is an amazing in-ring performer. He has an immense uh, animalistic charisma. Yeah. He's and got a unique look. And now, if he's not drastically changed, I think WWE's setting on a, a lot of money with this guy. He doesn't need to wear a face paint. He doesn't need to sprit, sprit, uh, spit green mist. He doesn't <laughs> need to throw salt. He doesn't need to be stereotyped, in other words, right. as another Japanese guy. 
Yeah, he could just be himself because I feel like uh, one thing, uh, you know, I hear you talk about a lot on, on your podcast is connecting with the audience. And I feel that Nakamura instantly connects with the audience because when I was watching uh, that Wrestle Kingdom, I, I guess it was Wrestle Kingdom 9 last year when he faced Ibushi in one of the best matches I've ever seen. I was with some people who never watched New Japan or, or had a you know, very vague familiarity with pro wrestling, but instantly they were like, who is this guy? He is amazing. So it, it'll be very exciting, and I, I hope WWE just lets Nakamura be Nakamura. That's all. Simple as that. And let the guy you hired and you invested in be his best self. His best self is what he's been perfecting for the last 10 or 12 years, whatever it's been. Right. So why would you discount all that time and all that that feel that he's evolved to? Uh, I don't know. I I think he's a big time player. I can very easily uh, Shinsuke Nakamura headlining WrestleMania next year. That would that would be amazing. Wow. And I think uh, another thing I want to bring up too is Nakamura. You know, he has the whole package down. And, and, you know, he has the look, the music, and, and seeing as we're on a, a music website, I wanted to ask you, uh, how important do you feel that entrance music is to a wrestler's overall persona? Well, anymore, it's make or break. I mean, mm-hmm. you got bad music, and the fans uh, farted the music. Uh, they're going to, they're actually farting at you, and it's not, <laughs> nobody likes to Bachelor's is not the most enduring thing to experience. So uh, that, that first riff or two, that first beat or two, Undertaker's got the gongs. Austin had the glass breaking. Mick Foley had these tires squealing. Uh, every, the first few seconds of every entrance song is it's, it's the money. Uh, and so... Well, it it's makes the audience thing. connect with, with the wrestler. It yeah. makes you identify. It's, you know, it, it sets right. off a trigger in your brain. Exactly. The trigger in your brain is a precondition. So it, it flips your switch a little early before the actual individual is on, on site. So uh, it's great. And, it's, and WWE's done a, you know, a really an amazing job of uh, writing their own music. Owning their own music, more importantly, wink, wink. <laughs> they, intellectual property, they're the kings of intellectual property. They're smart in that regard, very smart. So, uh, and they don't just write music because it's cheap or it's, you know, half-assed needle drop. I mean, they, it's big-time pro- uh, production. So the music is essential uh, to the success of a wrestler. As a matter of fact, if some of my old brethren are going to roll over in their grave or protest in my front yard, but... Quite frankly, I don't know that in today's world, if you can be a big star without big star music. Agreed completely. Agreed completely. And you know, while we're on the subject of music, um, Josh Barnett, who has been a guest on our show because he's a self-professed metalhead, um, and you are on a metal podcast. Um, so when you're commentating with him, um, which people can watch on a- on Access TV Friday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern time, um, what's what's the dynamic like between the two of you? What can we expect? Well, you want to get seamless or quasi-seamless. You want to be perfect because then it's too perfect, and that's not a normal conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, we, uh, we compliment each other well. Uh, I, I ask him questions that I think that the fan watching would want to know the answers to. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, not a, 
it's not there's not a baby face heel dynamic. Gotcha. It's not that I'm the old, good old JR and he's the brash young bully in the booth, you know, uh, verbally pushing me around. And nor do I approach address him like he's a dumb jock that's been hit in the head too many times. <laughs> well, it's uh, uh, it's such a tough job like you know, um, a lot of people think it's easy to, to commentate or to, you know, uh, host a radio show or whatever. But it's it's really not because a lot of it is improvising and you really have to be on top of your game and, and just be like a charismatic and entertaining person personality. And paint the picture and, and, and tell and, the story of the match, of course. Yeah. Well, I tell you, uh, it's just best to uh, let it uh, happen. Be natural. And don't, uh, you know, don't put any undue pressure on yourself. I really believe in having fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, for goodness sake, we're doing wrestling, for God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it may resemble the, some of the political conventions we've been watching on TV. Uh, well, some people have watched. I've, I've bailed on them. I've, I've lost. <laughs> I had this so belief much. that the political system was going to be, was broken. And I didn't want to see more professional politicians involved. But I don't know that it matters. I, I just I'm so dis- disillusioned with the whole picture. But uh, we didn't come on here to talk about politics, nor do I need to do that. <laughs> but I, I just you know we're, we have a real good respect for each other, and and if something's funny, we laugh. But we don't rehearse lines. We didn't do a walkthrough show. You know, my theory was: look, uh, I got so much tread left on the tires. I want to use it judiciously. So let's just go ahead and do this show live to tape. And if it's not good, we'll do it over. Nice. But let's, let's, let's record it like it's where our money's on the line. Right. And so we never did a, a, a preview show. We just we were pretty decent from the get-go. And uh, and it, we're, I'm really lucky that that's the way it is. Josh is not – Josh doesn't have any ego to uh, that he has to has, have so many words per hour. He isn't paid by the word, and neither am I. And we don't forget that we're, we are doing television. So wall-to-wall audio, you're not going to get. There's going to be some time to let it breathe, and I, I like that. Until we are told differently, that's how we're going to. That's the road we're going to follow. That's great, and I feel like uh, one thing that I that I love about your commentary in particular is the the passion that you bring. Like you, like watching you call a match gets me excited for the match. The with the. The, the way you you raise your voice and I don't want to say you yell but you did like with the excitement and I feel it it really adds to it and it's something that uh, uh, I feel might be missing with some other commentators out there well you know I I do get lost in it you know and I'm a fan yeah nice. so I, I never I'm not an actor uh, I don't have any acting chops that I'm aware of <laughs> but I, I I've only played myself been myself so when, I, when I'm excited, it's because I let my inhibitions down, and I don't stand in my ego is not overwhelming my having fun. Right. So I, I'm I'm really I'm not uh, I'm not I'm not acting. I'm just having fun, and if I'm excited, I probably sometimes I've been known to get a little hyper. Uh, but you know. <laughs> That's the way it is. The, I act, see the, the action drags it I out of you. Uh, one thing I've always wondered about, like a live broadcast, not so much you know the, these uh, live to tape things, is when you're out there for three hours, like how do you deal with controlling your bowels in terms of not not wanting to, to run to the bathroom to either urinate or, or you know number one, number two. How, how do you how do you pace yourself with your water intake and all of that? 
Well, you, you pace yourself in the afternoon. Uh, once you sit down at the table, it's, you've, pacing's over and you're, you keep staying lubricated. Especially uh, if you're, we're doing a high-energy pay-per-view that has no commercial breaks, a uh, three-hour show. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to say you want to drink warm stuff and keep your your, 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 your pipes loose. Uh, but I, I said I, my answer is this: you can't guarantee anything as far as Mother Nature is concerned. So I always wore a dark suit. <laughs> Has there ever been an emergency while while you're you're calling a show oh and you just don't know what? Never had any major major accidents or catastrophes, uh, but I have uh, I have changed underwear when the show is over. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you got a little you got. Sometimes you have a little seepage, and uh, you can only you do? it happens uh, yeah. to the best of us. Yeah, you can only hold it in so long. Well, honestly, that's something I, I, I've always <laughs> wondered about. So I'm glad we're tackling this important issue. <laughs> Very important. I'm glad that we have talked about that. So that'll that may be the only thing that the wrestling internet will will repeat. Jr. admits to sharding himself. <laughs> and now, uh, I love that. That uh, speaking of that, uh, speaking of the internet, I noticed on your podcast, uh, you're you're very reactionary uh, in terms of like saying something, and then and then like being very careful with your words because you know that with the internet and with these news sites, something can like one little quote can be taken very much out of context, and then you know Jr. said this when it's like you didn't say that at all. So. Uh, I noticed that as well. And don't you worry, uh, we will not we will not pull that quote. On no, our no, side. never, never ever. All right. Hey, as long as you give the name right and the and the show right and access and hey, you know. By the way, uh, I'm going to venture my uh, take my skills like uh, LeBron James took his skills to South Beach. I'm taking mine to Las Vegas on Saturday, March 12th, as I join CBS Sports to be their boxing play-by-play guy. Oh. That's very exciting too. Yeah, it's, it's different. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's a it's another it's the same ride. It's just a different vehicle. Right. It's the yeah. same way you get in the vehicle, you start the vehicle, you you get ready to drive it, the trip you take, everything. It's all the same, except it's just a different color, different style vehicle. And the only difference is is that in pro wrestling, I know who's going to win if I want to know. In the boxing, I don't. So. That's it. Wait, I don't want to know that you will know who wins in pro wrestling. I, I don't I don't believe in that. <laughs> do you do you ask the result or do you like to be surprised? Uh, on these tape shows, you, you you get that information in your notes. Mm. Uh, so you but they're they've been the matches were taped, so if some of the matches were really good, and some of these matches have been like match of the year candidates in all the major publications in the in the wrestling internet world. Uh, of course, yeah, like these G1 it. matches. I, I feel like I, I, I sometimes read the results, too, and I feel with these New Japan shows, the result is, is almost inconsequential because it, it's more about the journey and how they get to that final pinfall, and that's where the, the exciting thing is, the excitement is. Yeah, yeah. It's a, I, I, uh, I don't need to, if I could get a perfect world for me, I wouldn't know mm-hmm. uh, what's, what's going on. Just see it. Put it on the monitor. Let me call it, and I'll do the best I can with it. 
Right on. Uh, final question. Obviously, uh, you're a big fan of the barbecue sauce. Gonna- well, yeah, I was going to say that you're like the modern day Renaissance man. <laughs> like you've got all these things going on, and also you uh, you, you have your barbecue sauces. Yeah, you can get those at wdbshop.com. And what I wanted to know is, as a barbecue fan myself, I prefer right. the baby back ribs. What is your favorite thing? To slab the Jair's barbecue, your favorite barbecue meat to slab the Jair's barbecue sauce on. Well, it's hard if you're really a barbecue aficionado, mm-hmm. uh, and you're not. Uh, you know, there's not some religious or other reason that you can't eat pork. You really have a hard time convincing me that if you are that person, your favorite thing to eat would be ribs. I like baby back ribs a great deal. I like St. Louis cut ribs a great deal. I like good ribs. I never. It's like there's other things in my life I could answer this question with something like this. But <laughs> you can't narrow it down. Rib, worst ribs I ever had were pretty damn good. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Same. All right. But I like. See, there's a difference. You, you, you and I are talking about smoking, smoking mm-hmm. ribs. Mm-hmm. That's about 200 degrees for 10 or 12 hours. Most people think when they say oh, I'm going to barbecue this weekend, they think of cooking things on the grill over direct heat, and. uh I love that too, and there's nothing better than cooking chicken or steak, you know, turkey burgers. You know, we we live in Oklahoma where we can cook out pretty much year round. So I'm always outside cooking out. I, I, I'm grilling. I don't have the time to invest, unfortunately, into the smoking process. That's that's why. I go well, to the room. maybe we can come and join you and, and smoke things for you, and you know, we can have a nice big meal together. <laughs> we sometime. can have a big smoke out. Oh, we can do that. We all like. We always eat good at Jr.'s house. <laughs> well, JR, thank you so much for taking the time to hang out with us here on the Metal Injection Livecast. You can catch Jim Ross and Jim Barnett on perhaps the Josh best, Barnett. Uh, Josh Barnett, sorry, on perhaps the best hour of pro wrestling on television every week. New Japan Pro Wrestling on Access TV, Friday nights at 9 p.m. Thanks a lot, Jim. You bet. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. All right, that was wow. our interview with Jim Great Ross. Stuff, Thank you, Jr. Yeah, he was awesome. Talking about sharding. I thought he might have <laughs> pissed himself by that. You know, you told him you wouldn't go right for that, and the first thing you say is he sharded himself. That's the, head, that's the episode He was title, so right? candid with yeah. us. No, he was yeah. great. He was wonderful. Uh, and uh, just... It's true, you know the the worst ribs he's had were pretty damn good. I yeah, that's agree a, with that. I love the way he says... Um, uh, Baby back ribs. Baby back. Baby back. Baby back. <laughs> I'm like hungry it. now. Yeah. I'm going to be eating Spanish food later. Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to have shrimp cocktail later. You jealous, Rob? I'm going to have shrimp cocktail later. Are you going to? No. What are you going to have? Chinese food? Maybe I'll have shrimp and broccoli from Chinese. Um, so while we were listening to the interview, I was multitasking. Oh, boy. Checking oh. my OkCupid profile. All right. Oh, Update, boy. please. And I, I, got a, I got a message. Have from, you fucked any guys yet from this or no? I got a message from a guy who looks like a burn victim. Oh, let's really? see. And like literally goes, or he's just ugly? And he let's goes, see. you love wrestling, huh? Ugh. Wait, yeah. um, so he's not is he really a burn victim or is he just ugly his face looks like it's it's burned pock marks like red. yeah I don't, I don't, it's it's like a, a lot of the time with, with reply feel, feel free to reply to him Darren. don't do it uh, say dick pic or GTFO you said you love wrestling how you should say uh, I see can I can I say dick pic or no, GTFO give me back my phone is Thank your you. dick as red as your face something uh. like that 
Like a dog dick? It's like if that's the best photo he has of himself, imagine what he really looks like. I see you wrestled with acne several years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch. Oh, my God. Vicious, vicious. I just interviewed Jim Ross. What do you do with your time? So have you fucked any of these guys? No, like, first of all, I just get, like, really stupid messages or it's just guys that are, like, not my thing. You don't get any good ones? Noah has been sending us screenshots of some of these guys. It's pretty Oh, it's, it's so hard out there right. for a girl. It's so gross. Like the most, um, the most interaction I'm that I'm having is with a Hasidic guy. Yeah, and that's only because you're trolling him. Yeah. Yes, and you are so cruel. I mean, it's hilarious. Why am I cruel? This guy messaged her, and he ha- you. This Can you profile, read the conversation? For well, him? first of all, the pic was just a. You don't see his face. It's like a shadow. It's like a shadow. His silhouette. Pay us him. Yes. Thanks. <laughs> It's his the most Jewish cowboy hat. For all kids. you people out there, you politically correct people who say that shadows don't have religion, you're wrong. This photo wrong. proves it. It's the most Jewish shadow. <laughs> it's not a choice. Right. Like you could see his top hat and his payas. It's, yeah. it's, um, it's a delight. So Christina and I were looking at this together. and um, Scissoring. While while on the couch smoking a joint, not scissoring, uh-huh. and um, okay, so I had to ask him for the guys that don't have curly hair. Do they need to use a curling iron for their payas? I'm asking for a friend, uh-huh. and it's like, well, obviously you're asking for a friend. You can't have payas. You're a girl. But also, that was your line. That was your opener. Wait, did he hit you up first, or did no, you hit no, up no. first? He, no, of, of course I would not message him. He messaged me, hi, how are you? How's your day going? And then that's your response. So I said, for guys that don't have curly hair, do they need to use a curling iron for their payas? So he answers, LOL, not really, because after all years, it becomes a little curly. Or you can use gel that keeps it in shape. But for a simcha, people use that. What's How's- a simcha? Simcha is like a party. <laughs> <laughs> to get your curls extra curly? Yeah. yeah. And then if you're he going goes, out, you got to you know, yeah. go the extra mile. And then that's he goes, that Saturday night look. <laughs> after the sun goes down. Yeah, that's right. Post Shabbos. He goes, how is your day? And then I said, do you have to have a certain status to wear a shrimmel? <laughs> What's a shrimmel? This is... A so is that like fur hat that some of them wear? Oh, okay. Like and a it, donut. Yeah. Their winter hat. I just love that you refuse to answer us mundane-ass questions. You're just firing like hard-hitting yeah. journalistic questions at him one after Did the other. You you're no this? nonsense. I went into this as a stone journalist. Yeah. Noah's fucking OK so Cuban has better follow-ups than Rob. How do you <laughs> explain yourself, Paz Bonnie? It's not a competition. Uh, yeah, and I, I don't have to explain myself to you, Sid, because you've accomplished nothing with your life. I'm oh. here. I'm equal status yeah. on this you're, show with you, so what does that say about you? You're clinging to my coattails, so back off, Whoa. bitch! No. Whoa. That's right. It's getting real. Okay, before things you know, go awry. So I asked him, do you, have to wear, do you have to have a certain status to wear a strimmel? Do you wear house pants? Because, you know, the Hasidic guys, you only see them in a white Well, you only see them outside. Shirt, you don't know what the hell pants. they do inside the house. Yeah, I, also, I but don't they also have, like... I used to live in Midwood, and I would, you know, I had a dog. We would walk, and they would open the door to their homes, and I would be able to look inside. And the, the men were always wearing a white button shirt and... But pants. also, aren't they wearing, like, Jew pajamas under that? <laughs> this is why is I that asked, a brand? 
Jujamas? Pajumas. <laughs> so Zumbas? He, so he goes, Jumas. after marriage, you put on a strimmel. What do you mean by house pants? And I said, like regular lounging pants. He goes, I wear regular suit pants, but Hasidic underpants. What does that mean? That's the, the Google so Then we Googled Hasidic underpants, and it's basically um, a utility suit, like a white utility suit that yes. they wear underneath. Like That's what a I'm full about. body? Yeah, it's like a much. onesie. Yeah, mm, a little um, escape hatch in the back, like like little kid uh, pajamas have. Oh man! So Probably. they don't have to take it off when they shit. Trauma says turn-ons, the Torah, unleavened bread, and not sitting next to women on planes. <laughs> Unless it's Noah. <laughs> That's that should be the next question. Would he be willing to sit next to you on the plane? No, even on a even Noah, I feel like he'd just bang her in private and not in, in public. He'd oh have to maintain God. appearances. I could only take like really. I felt so disgusting interacting with him, <laughs> but I did it for the story. But Noah, look, let me pitch this to you. All right, if oh, you God. met up with him, you could peg him from behind and. Hold his pay us oh like a rain, <laughs> like a horsey. Like That's a horsey. probably you could probably find that on Pornhub. That probably already exists. I bet you that his ass hair is as long as uh, as a <laughs> horse's tail. You could hold on to his strummel. <laughs> wow. Or I can suffocate him with his strummel. Oh. Turn off women who don't follow orders and the schwatze. <laughs> Good one. That's Chalmers again. And then uh, he asked me what I thought of Hasidic people, and I just didn't answer anything. <laughs> Let's answer that. Are you, you should? be honest? Or? Um, also, it's called Temple Garment. That's the official <laughs> name of uh, the of Hasidic the, underpants. The underpants. Oh, dear. And it's interesting. There's this. There's this chart of like the evolution of the Temple Garment. <laughs> and so, at first, it was a two piece. Then it was a one piece. Uh-huh. Then it was a one piece with a lower. Like the the seam, the seam is lower, yeah. and also then there was like a, a pee hole. It looks like, <laughs> but not a poop hole. Not a not a poop hole. But now there it's a two piece again, <laughs> still with the pee hole. So there's a poop hole. Jr. could have worn it during yeah. the Yeah. Oh, but he still wouldn't have had anywhere to poop. <laughs> That's what the Spanish announce table is for. He just walks over just there. Take a dump. Yeah. Excuse me, guys, an emergency. <laughs> he moves the monitors like they yeah. do when they're going to break the table. He takes the monitors. He just poops out. in there. Yeah, in the monitor well. He yeah. just takes yeah. a big dump. And then <laughs> you put the monitor <laughs> back. It doesn't so smell. It's not like they're the Spanish announce table's monitors are plugged in anyway. It's yeah. all for show. I did want to mention, now that we're talking about wrestling again, the debut episode of my new wrestling interview podcast where I interview metal musicians about wrestling will premiere later this week the squared circle pit who's the first uh guest zach wild is the first guest and he was actually a really good guest i was editing the uh the interview this weekend noah noah came over and helped me a little noah bit. came over and encouraged you to fucking finish it already yeah, seriously yeah. it was like three well, years I'm ago almost, i'm almost done now well was that over the phone or in person no this was in person uh, all the f- the first three I've done have been in person. Although how many have you done already? Uh, I've done two, and then I have another one later this week. Fancy. So uh, I think when I'm are gonna you going to interview on... me and Christina about wrestling? Are you guys metal musicians? Kind of want to keep it. She today. knows how to play guitar. I'll play the guitar if it means I get an interview <laughs> with you. Maybe a little uh, further in when I'm when I'm out of guests. Oh, okay. I thought you said. Shit. I thought you were going to say when you're out of gas. That'll never happen. That'll I mean, both. <laughs> Can you reveal who the other guests are? Or no. Uh, well, the person I'm interviewing this week is Mike D from Killswitch Engage. You couldn't so get the Beastie Boys one? No, I couldn't. Can you call him Dirty D? 
Well, his first name is Mike. <laughs> so it's about wrestling. Okay. Fine. <laughs> Where's the cricket sound effect? <laughs> but wait, how could there be a second Mike D in music? That seems like there should be a lawsuit. Okay. We got one Mike D. That's enough. I'll, I'll, I'll let him know Pick that. a different letter. Mikey. Could he be Mikey D? He could be whatever you want him to be. <laughs> Thank <it>. you. <laughs> All right. Mikey D it is. Uh, and the other guest I got was uh, Hanno from Mantar. And what was very exciting about Hanno is he is from Germany. And just Uh-oh. hearing a German person talk about their perception of WWF in like the early 90s and how it just you know, represented America to them. It was, that was a really fun interview and like really cool to hear him talk about the Lex Express and Lex oh Luger God. slamming Yokozuna and, and how psyched he was for it. How did he feel about Baron Von Raschke? Uh, I don't think he knew that. Huh? He only watched WWE. Were there any? Who, what other German themed wrestlers did we have? Fritz von, von Erich. Yeah. yeah. That might be before did his you mentioned uh, Mantar, the wrestler? I did mention Mantar the wrestler. That was my first question, if that's where uh, the band got their name from. And he said no. I don't believe him, though. It's spelled differently. Property. It's spelled differently. Yeah. They spelled it, spelled it the German way. They spell it M-A-N-T-A-R. There's no U. Because Mantar in wrestling is M-A-N-T-A-U-R. Mm-hmm. See, Rob can spell. Well, when it comes to wrestling. Things, sure, yeah. Dorino says, Rob should get Corey Taylor. He's a big fan. Corey Taylor is definitely on my wish list. I would love to get him. <laughs> In bed. You're right. Yeah. Like, if I stop burping. He's choked up about it. Like, so, so choked up. Corey, my two big gets, well, three big gets, Bernard. would be Corey Taylor from Slipknot. I would love to get him. Adam Jones from Tool, because he's super into wrestling. And Paul Stanley from Kiss. Oh, dear. Apparently God. a huge fan of 70s pro I was a big fan of Bruno Sammartino. <laughs> That's exactly. Well, he, he talks a bit more feminine. Oh, I, I was doing I was uh, Gene Simmons. Oh. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry about that. I was a big fan of Bruno Sammartino. <laughs> Anthony, yeah, Antonino Rocca. <laughs> that superstar Billy Graham, he really inspired Kiss to what be is he, Southern Bell debutante. That is sort of what he sounds like. <laughs> he does kind of sound like that. I, don't, I, know. I, I don't, can't recall right now what he sounds like. Let's hear a. Uh... How do declare? <laughs> Where is he from? New York. Yeah, they're all from. How did that happen? Like Queens, right? Isn't he <laughs> Queens? Yeah. Aren't they? Just yeah, saying, he so sounds too, like a queen. Like oh. oh. They're all uh, well. Not Ace Freely. He's he's not a Jew. He hates the Jews. Could you not get him on just to talk about the Jewish wrestlers? Oh, dislikes. Oh, terrific. Can I get yeah. the whole fan thing out he's, of the way first before we get to the serious? I didn't interview. realize Paul Stanley had a British accent. Not this guy. I, I woke up this morning and I was still Paul Stanley. Here's my bedroom. Okay, I guess when it's I was a little 13. deeper now. Uh, so yeah, I, actually you got Zealand. unmasked there? You yeah, got totally. the from unmasked. No, it's uh, exactly how you were doing it, except with like a New York accent instead yeah. of a Southern accent. So he's Harvey Firestein. Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> so well, like, uh, banter is a more, more flamboyant Harvey Firestein. Huh? More flamboyant than Harvey Firestein. <laughs> really? <laughs> Why there's such a Paul thing? Paul Stanley. More high yeah. pitched, I would say, than Harvey Both. Firestein. Both. Here, here, here's his statement. His whole that ain't gonna stop us, cause if we try hard enough, we're gonna get this place. I 
Oh, Rob. Oh, oh, come so over the mic. I just, oh, my God. I just want to sing a six-hour extended <laughs> mix of Beth. Is that so <laughs> wrong? <laughs> he uh, always just sounded like a bad impression of David Johansson from the New York Dolls, <laughs> which is probably, probably what he was doing. Maybe. He just made it way more commercial and... Profitable. Was New York Dolls, I thought they were kind of peers. I think New York Dolls were a little bit before. They were definitely way better. Alcohol! Alcohol! That's the worst. We're going to drink white wine and say white power. Drink cold cheer. Just play your fucking song and go away. Like a bee cat show. Well, we won't get going. You know there's only one drink that gets us moving. Oh. <laughs> it's I can't hear you. a man's cheers. Yeah. I can't hear you. A fucking sixty-year-old man on a stage. <laughs> is this recent? This is forty-five minutes of Paul Stanley stage banner. Look it up, folks. It's I thought you were going to say this was forty-five minutes ago. It probably is. <laughs> Don't change their shtick. Is he wearing the makeup? Like oh, this is just audio. Oh. You okay. you and your dreams, Grandpa. Oh, my dream. <laughs> his dream is that the STD test comes back negative. It's <laughs> <laughs> been his dream since like 1973. Get the fuck out of here. His dream is to be the last surviving member of KISS. Oh, please. It's a good start. <laughs> Let's get there. I'd, I'd sign for that right now. If he was the only one left alive. Tomorrow. Yeah. Rob, could you make that happen somehow? I, I don't know. I feel like uh, Peter, Chris, and Ace are more deserving of life. Uh, Ace has, isn't he a big Nazi memorabilia connector? He, collector? He's another. He's another. <laughs> is he? Yeah. There's been a lot of anti-Semitic. He's hanging out with Lem? Stuff about, yeah. About him. No, he just gave that one quote where he's like, "How am I, I can't be anti-Semitic? All my 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 accountants are Jews." But there was like a thing. I remember. I think in like their behind the music, there was a whole thing about him parading around in Nazi paraphernalia back in the day. Oh, okay. Well, there's some. Uh, I think Schindler's List was actually about him. <laughs> Paul Stanley accused them of being anti-Semites. There you go. Him and. Uh, Though I feel like we've discussed this on the show before, yeah. and I said the same thing, where like if I had to work with those people, I would also be an anti-Semite because they are horrible. They're like the worst like stereotype of Jewish people. Let's sell everything. Let's merchandising, merchandising, merchandising. Yes. Selling things. Yeah. He says that they felt powerless and impotent when faced with the tireless focus, drive, and ambition of. Me, Paul Stanley, and Gene. As a result, the two of them tried to sabotage the band, which, as they saw it, was unfairly manipulated by us money-grubbing Jews. Well, both things can be true. Oh, Rob! (laughs) Come on! He farted again! Anyone in the chat, are those coming over the mic? Can you hear? Because Rob just cut... I'll start start pushing the mic down. He cut two enormous farts just now. Very audible. They they rattled his chair. (laughs) I they felt so it on loud. the floor. Oh, that one stinks. <laughs> oh, fuck. What did you eat What did you lunch? eat today, Rob? Oh, you just had waffles. That's it? Yeah. I had Covered pizza in chili? Time. The first one didn't really waffles. smell that oh, one. Oh, this is the smeller. Oh, no. Ugh. I'm right next to Rob. 
<laughs> Inhale it for us. Oh. Take one for the team, Darren. Oh. I, no, I, I already did. I, what do you mean? I had to smell it more? The damage is done. Holy fuck. Yeah, Rob is on. just completely nonplussed by this. No reaction. He's oh. no selling his own farts. <laughs> He's like Probably the ultimate enjoying warrior. enjoying it right now. It smells like holodietz. Oh, it smells wonderful. I love the smell of my farts. Sure. Well, you love holodietz too. So there yeah. you go. I don't love holodietz. I sometimes fart and don't like it. I, other times I really love it. It depends. Some of them... Like, you ever fart and then it smells like someone else's fart? That's the yes, worst. Yes, that's happened to me. That's the worst. Then it's like just bathing in someone else's fart. <laughs> the other day, Uh-oh. I was on the platform of the train and like... I had to fart, so I farted in my coat, and the train came, and I dragged it into the train. That's the worst when you leave a trail. Yeah. But nobody's going to blame you. I mean, I was kind of satisfied about it. Like, no one would have thought it was me. No. Just got to poison other people. (laughs) Poison. What was that? It's Rob's computer, yeah. What are you doing, Rob? Is that just what you have going on in the background? I got a Facebook comment. Oh. Tag. What? Someone tagged me. You're just checking video. your Facebook comments right now. Yep. You're farting and checking fucking your show? Facebook comments. Motherfucker. <laughs> Patty. Seriously, is that what it is? is? She commenting on bagels you purchased for her again? She's not. I did get her some bagels though. She liked them. I can't believe you're still friends with her. Ugh. Exactly. Yeah, pick a side. <laughs> Us or her? Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Pretty soon, she, he's going to be doing a podcast with her. <laughs> well, Rob wrote to me uh, the other day saying how he's like converting them to like liberalism. I'm not converting them. So you're doing a mitzvah to the world. Yeah, I'm just trying to like uh, uh, give Educate. them another point of view other than their conservative, uh, idiotic friends. But I don't think it, it, there's anything to that. I think as soon as you leave, they're like, yeah. vote for Trump again. It's just like... They're, they're, no, they were never for Trump. They don't like Trump. They backed you know him up I mean. with the whole uh, the Muslim celebrating a 9-11 thing. Yeah, remember? That's that's that, they're just xenophobic. Well, then, oh. then they are for Trump. That's the xenophobic candidate. They just don't want terrorists up here. Because apparently uh, all Syrians are terrorists. Well, not all of them, but they can sneak in pretending to be Syrians. So we should punish all Syrians. Jeez, Rob, this is fucked up stuff you're saying. Oh, he farted ah! again! You're forgetting to put the mic down. It just happened so quickly. Uh, do we want to read this uh, Dave Mustaine thing, Darren? Speaking yeah. of the politics. Sure Dave Mustaine was asked about the current two-party system. Two-farty uh, system? Two-farty system. You're way past two. <laughs> Rob is the two-farty uh, system. T-O-O. It's not a two-party system. I think that's just the way they want the masses to look at it. There's four actual parties that people are aware of, if you say the names, and a fifth party that most people don't know about. There's the independents who run up the middle. Okay, that's one. There's the libertarians who probably... And then that's the end of the sentence. What? That's kind of like how a Rand Paul kind of guy is. It's just a Republican, but okay. <laughs> I think you and I probably have a lot more along the lines of what... A, who's he talking to, by Jamie the way? Jasta. Oh, Jamie Jasta. Oh, dear. Jamie Jasta? Mm-hmm. I think you and I, Jamie, probably have a lot more along the lines of what a libertarian is. Mm. Because... And that's the end of the sentence. For me, some of the Democratic stuff is a little too loosey-goosey. <laughs> what does that even mean? What is your nickname in high school, Rob? Some of the Republican stuff is too tight-ass. 
And I was not your both homophobic references. That's right. And <laughs> I, <laughs> Lucy, only way I know how to frame things is in anal sex. <laughs> and I've always been kind of right up the middle. <laughs> I voted for so, both parties. He only mentioned three parties, independents, libertarians. Well, I guess he meant Democrat, Republican, and then the other two are libertarians. And, and then what's the fifth one? The fifth one I can't tell you about. Yeah. It's secret. It's, it's Fight Club. That's the Anunnaki <laughs> with the lizard people. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people don't know that, but I do. James Hetfield, lizard person. James Hetfield, also a Jew. <laughs> what? Hegemony. <laughs> Uh, where was I? I voted oh. for both parties. I voted for both parties. I covered the Democratic National Convention for Rock the Vote. <laughs> oh, well then. How long ago was that? 92. I got a bill passed into law. What? I'm pretty sure he didn't do that. The Motor Voter Clause. That bill was that he wasn't allowed to go out in his neighborhood in shorts anymore. Half naked. <laughs> what? what? That was the bill. Oh. It's a pedophile bill. Bill. Are you okay? No, you yes. just wiping your face a lot. You got fart dust on you. You gotta get it off. What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> Rob still not giving Rob's, a fuck. Rob's noxious gas fumes are eating my brain. Rob's listening to a different. He's listening to the Jamie Josta podcast right now. He's I, in a different planet. I only go right up the middle when it's not Rob's butt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a libernunicitarian. <laughs> oh, I guess it's uh, the motor voter bill is like you offer uh, uh, people the, the ability to register to vote while filling out your DMV. Oh, yeah. No, he told, he, but he was always on MTV, like talking about that and stuff. Yeah. And I, I think that in his mind, that means he, you know, made it, it happen or something. But, but then the next one is pretty great, too. The next uh would I would I have wanted to live in the fifties? Oh. Would I have wanted to live in the fifties and have to have my hair greased? You had to have your hair greased back every single day. Fuck no! It was hard enough growing up in the sixties. But what I'm saying is that part of the political process is if you don't say anything, the sentence structure is all over the fucking mm-hmm. place. People make decisions for you. And I don't want people making decisions for me. If the people, as a whole, make a decision, that's different. <laughs> but but oh, don't wow. they all have to make a decision at some point individually, though? That doesn't make any In sense. In that previous paragraph, though, uh, the one right before that one, Darren. Oh, sorry. Uh, I, I guess we skipped this one, but th- th- there's a meaty quote in here. Okay. I think that's one of the things that makes my heart ache is that so many people go through life, they just don't participate in stuff like this. And there's so many people who cast dispersions towards me. Rob. <laughs> dispersions. It's Asperger's, Dave. Uh, 
Because I am involved in writing about politics. No, that's not at all why I cast dispersions <laughs> on you, I've been you, casting Dave. aspersions on us for like the last... Enough about the Persians, yeah. but go on. Again, he brings it back to ass. Yeah. And say, like, I should leave the country, or I should die, or I should this, or I should that. Actually, Dave, you're the one who said that you would leave the country if Obama was reelected president, right. not us. They're so. just saying he should stick to his word when yeah. he said he would leave yeah. the country. And it's like, you know, fucker, I've seen 10 presidents in my lifetime, and this is by far probably the, <laughs> the scariest time that America has been in my lifetime. God, he can't even like formulate a sentence. It's Maybe he had a stroke. I did not have a streamer rough at all. <laughs> I love He's like, I'm always with these... Right wingers in there. This is the worst time, and then you're. But they never explain why. Why is this the worst? Because we time? have a black president. Like yes, but that's not what. And he, Obamacare. That's not what he's saying, but that's what he's saying. That's yeah. like well, the only reason he. That's the code. I mean, what's worse about America than it was eight years Gay ago? Gay people have rights now. Yes. Right. Yeah. Socialism. Yeah. Socialism. There's people are complaining about the Oscars. The worst thing. The the scariest thing is that we have a politician who just. Is an asshole. The worst thing for uh, Dave Mustaine is that it's just al- album sales are down for him. And so he album blames Ob- he blames Obama. They're up, so he's saying, well. He's that's saying misleading. It must be a shitty time. Who is buying Megadeth albums? They they sold Dave more Mustaine. this time than the last record. Right, but that's misleading because the last record fucking cratered. Yeah, anything is more than zero. Yeah, it sold like forty nine albums the last time. Well, yeah, the well, same 49 people who voted in your poll <laughs> bought that dystopia or whatever yeah, yeah. it was. Not dystopia, the other, the super collider. Dystopia is the last one. Right? Rob, Make sure uh, I get my... Yeah. Oh, get off dystopia Facebook. was the most recent one. <laughs> yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm agreeing with you. And then oh, uh, before that was super collider. Oh, okay. That's what I thought. Before that was 13. We don't have to list all of them. And before 12? that was <laughs> World Abomination. Let me know when we get back to a good one. <laughs> it's going to be a while. <laughs> all my albums are good, I think. <laughs> they, t- they tell me. Uh, Chalmers says libertarians are Republicans who don't care about gay marriage and want to smoke weed. Right. Here's the thing that b- kind of bugs me about Rand Paul and Ron Paul. Uh, a Two lot first of names? A lot of, uh, a lot of people that I know whose opinion I, I would respect are fans of these guys, but what immediately invalidates them as hypocritical libertarians, if they're truly about government staying out of your life, they're both vehemently anti-choice. They want to make abortion illegal immediately. That's like their first priority uh, because they're very, very Christian. And it's like, even if you're super Christian, if your whole platform is the government is staying out of my life, how about the government stays out of my vagina? Women don't. Oh, stay out of my vagina, Rand Paul. There we go. <laughs> Rob's just not into you. The show's full of drops. It's yeah. like I, I, that's the first thing I look at. I feel yeah. is is pe- someone's vagina. Someone's vagina. Well, A politician's view on abortion. Abortion. Because I feel that's that's gay like, marriage. Is also important. Yeah. Well, that I feel like it's it's the law. It's not going to get repealed. Like that's just you know. That, if you had that, more abortions, there'd be less gay marriage because there'd just be less people. <laughs> it's well, true. abortion is the law too. Yeah. You can abortion is legal. That's a good point. That's a we good should point. make it mandatory. Can we do that? It's no, but it's never years? going. <laughs> yeah. Well, for certain people. <laughs> yeah. No. The 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 
Republicans don't even want to get rid of abortion, though. It's like a great rallying point that it's illegal. Yeah, they I mean, want to it's keep legal. it legal, but extremely difficult to get. And they also want it to be legal because they want their fan, their voter base to to have something to be angry yeah. about. Well, what's happening is just, you know, in a lot of these right-wing states is they're making it very, very yeah. difficult to get an abortion. You have to wait like but 48 hours. That, There's only like three clinics in the whole state. They're also so defunding pay. Planned Parenthood. So like women can't go and get birth control or get mammograms or checkups. And, because you, know, you shouldn't have birth control. And if you get a lump in your titty, it's because God wants you to have that. Right. It's terrible. Clearly. Yeah. And also, like, the government doesn't pay for the abortions. The, the government pays for Planned Parenthood for all those other things. Yeah, there's no funding that goes towards the abortions for Planned Parenthood. So it's all very misleading. Hmm. Can't imagine that government would mislead anybody. <laughs> <laughs> we don't mean to be pulling back the curtain this far here on the live cast, but sometimes the truth has to be told. Yeah. Like, Did we? Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go Did we finish with this mustaine thing? Oh, that, that was it, just that it was the worst. This is the scariest time America has been in, in his lifetime. There is one other thing. There's one other thing in here that's uh-uh. really funny. It shows how smart he is. Uh, I saw something that went around a couple of years ago that all the networks are owned by six people. When I saw that, I was kind of like, oh... No wonder it's so easy to twist things. I read 1984. And how they can manipulate the news to make you think whatever you want. No, I guess you meant whatever they want. I'm sorry, that didn't go over well because Rob is pulling yeah. a microphone out of his asshole or something. Disrespectful. Yeah, see, but that b- comes to bite you back in the butt because you just farted on You're going to no. get pink it eye. like bong water. <laughs> Can we make sure we don't mix up the microphones <laughs> for next week? Rob just farted into the mic. Not into the mic. Reprehensible human being, this guy. I know Where's whose Pepe? mic, you know, we always get the same mics every yeah. week. Thanks. Next week, Pepe's co-hosting with us instead. Enough of this. Galati. All right, I'll give him a call. Rob, you're fired. He's not even listening to us right now. He's like... I'm reading the rest of this quote. He's applying that a lot of these terrorist attacks are propaganda. Yep. That's terrible. He's Rob. like, uh, these are false flags. He's just, he's just parroting. Uh, Have you taken Alex your Jones. Ritalin today? Seriously. He said the eagle, <laughs> the Eagles of Death Metal uh, one is real because they were there. there. Was someone there because yeah. he knows that guy. But also, what that could have still been a false flag. You know, yes. the government could have sent those people to kill. That was the the, the <sighs> feast de resistance because it was in France. Mm. Moron. What a moron. Kind of uh, a little shocking the Eagles a death metal guy uh, after this happened. Like What's a few his name? Weeks I ago. always forget that guy's name. Uh, Not Josh uh, Homie. No. His uh, name Jesse is, uh, no, it's Don Henley of Metal. <laughs> Jesse Hughes. <laughs> thought he, Rob was Don Henley. He of metal. came out <laughs> against gun control. He was like, yeah, yeah like if everyone yeah. had a gun, uh, that wouldn't have happened. Yeah. But well, he was busy playing guitar, so how was he going to get yeah. to his, his gun? Well, everyone else would have had the gun. They, but they all sure. had their back turned. So plenty of people would have been shot before anyone yeah. turned around it with a gun. It just means that more people would have died. Yeah. yeah. He's dumb. And that band's sort of lame anyway. Well, they have some fun songs. Yeah. The name is the best thing about it. Let's be real. The problem, yeah, the problem is that the terrorists aimed like crowd level and not up towards the stage. <laughs> I mean, Josh Homme, let's preserve Josh Homme. He wasn't there. Yeah, he wasn't there. So that's fine. Everyone, all the rest of them can go. Yeah. He doesn't tour with them. Yeah. See, he's smart. He knows. 
what goes on. God didn't want the Eagles of Death Metal to be blown up, Sid. For shame. Because it didn't happen. Well, then God's got shitty taste in music. Okay, well, that I <laughs> agree with. Look at all this. You hear horrible... that, God? Look at gospel. Look how bad yeah, that oh is. Oh, my God. <laughs> Seriously, fucking Amy Grant. That's not God's fault. Can you imagine, you wrote those though, songs. What are you talking about? Like, imagine, just for a second, hypothetically speaking, if heaven was real. And you you were a good person your whole life, and that that's what you get to go like go to heaven and just listen to that crap. Sweet, sweet chariot all day. Yeah, long. like yeah. that, and any any language, every different style of crazy music, and you just have to sit there and kiss God's ass all day. Like, how could that be a real scenario? Like, who would want that? Plenty of people, but also like you, you know, you does your humanity stripped away? Like you're never allowed to think, you know, lurid thoughts anymore, or you know, do anything you liked. Like, or would you not have the desire to do that? Do we have a religious listener that could call in and do answer Do you want me to ask question? the Hasidic guy on OKCupid? Okay they don't believe in heaven, do yeah. they? Heaven for him well. would be if Noah replied to his <laughs> messages honestly and they hooked up. <laughs> I think they That's believe good. in, like, uh, they're absorbed into God. Like, it's just God is every soul in the universe or whatever. Who knows? They've made up yeah. shit. It's all is made it, up could shit. You, could you reply to that guy, though, and just be like, what are your intentions? Like, is he a Hasidic guy who just wants to talk to people, or does he is he trying to, like, have part? shady sex? Yeah, try to play along. Back. Play along and see, like, pretend. You don't have to go I, meet him. Just pretend and see what he says. I just feel so dirty. But it's for the show. It's an experience. You're not really listen. You could feel dirty if if you did something with him. It's different. You're just leading no, him just, on. Just talking. You've been farted someone. on by Rob for the last forty five minutes over and over. You feel dirty with the freaking <laughs> OK Cupid. Come on. We don't have. And by the way, you, you don't have to say anything. We'll feed you lines and you just type it. Okay. Do you want me to do that now? Well, the show's wrapping now. up. But yeah, let's send one thing out and see what he says. She's like, all right, like, I was playing around a little, but honestly, I want to get to know you. Like, what, uh, you know, what are you actually on uh, this site for? Yeah. Let's see what he says, and we'll have an I'm update sure he's next into week. some cash hookups. Yeah, I mean, his profile explains it. Some no, a- NSA hookups. That's fine, but I mean, the, no the, strings attached. it's against his, it's against his yeah. religion. Well, he's that. very aware of uh, that's why he's so anonymous with it. He's on the But DM. we want to explore the hypocrisy of that. What we need to do is set up a meeting for you two and then take his picture and then post it everywhere that he Post like, it on Haritz.com. Yeah, out him as a fucking <laughs> traitor to the faith. Send Jerusalem the, Post. Yeah, or the Jewish press. Send it to them. We'll, we'll put a poster up of him on uh, Jerusalem Pizza. Or <laughs> just post it all over Williamsburg and Crown Heights and Borough Park. Have you seen this man? He's trying to fuck shit. They would slaughter him. Good. Good. That's he deserves a... it. But really, like, all Why of them are hypocrites. He's a traitor to the faith, right? Yeah. Oh. Unacceptable. <laughs> Come on. He's a hypocrite. Yeah. Hashem does not approve of this behavior. Within their context, yeah. he deserves it. I don't really think he deserves it. But I, I just think it'd be a nice thing to start that trend of them, like, you know, hurting all the hypocrites because they're all hypocrites. So they just then be all gone. Yep, very much. I don't know that that's was sort of like me endorsing the extermination of religious Jews mm, in a way. I guess, like but I, I don't Listen, know that Adolf, I really, we, be, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, maybe Enough they had, do. They have like a like a little Hasidic prison they could put each other in. I don't know. They don't need to be killed. Isn't that the synagogue? Oh, oh. So you're saying? Oh, so wait. So what you're saying is herd them all into a camp of some sort? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! And within closed walls. Oh man! Perhaps we could get them there on a train of some. All kind. of a sudden, I sympathize with Donald Trump. It's very easy to. 
accidentally no. become yeah. a Nazi. I have honestly, jokes aside, I've always said that. It, that living among Jews in a very Jewish neighborhood, mm. I don't support Hitler. <laughs> I get why I get why they rub you the wrong way. It's like the Chris Rock routine about OJ. Yes. <laughs> I'm not saying I would have done it, but I could understand. Yeah. But we're not saying Jewish. We're just... Pointing like the, out the super Hasidic, religious ones, super religious right. conservative ones. But that's what Judaism is. I mean, the ones who aren't like that are not doing it right. Like, where do we're lapsed Jews? Mm. You know, it we're all like depends. It all depends which rabbi you have and how he translates right. the Torah. He or she, or she. But Correct. we are we are we are Jews. We're Jews by descent, and we don't do it. So if you, but if you do it half-assed, that's no better than us. Like you think that if if God in the Bible really existed, do you think He wants you to be like you know a half a Jew? They well, want you out there stoning people to death. But it's like you know when you go to school and you still get a passing grade. I don't think God sees on. it that way, based on His character. You mean in the he's Bible. more judgmental. You think? I mean, jeez. I thought he was merciful. What what Bible are you reading? <laughs> I'm not. Is, the Torah is pretty uh, pretty much full of murder, rape, and slavery. Mm. It's pretty awful. Pretty metal. Yeah. It's also boring as shit. <laughs> yeah. It's very boring and long, like long genealogies of you know, pages and pages of this one had gave birth to this one, and just, just fucking just get to the point. Did, have you read the Torah? Yeah, well, the Torah is the Bible. Yeah, it's, yeah, I've read it. I've read the both the OTN and T cover to cover. Wow, so bar mitzvah. No, I mean, I feel like it's, you're being a little bit of a hypocrite if you attack this stuff and you don't know what it is. You know? Yeah, Rob. Well, he doesn't really attack it. <laughs> to be fair, I do. Rob's very uh, devil's advocate with the, with the religious stuff. I give you credit for that. Uh, I mean, I don't. I feel like if someone wants to believe in it, go go for it. You know, well, it's not bothering me. I it don't. depends what that what that means. Like, do I do I burst into people's house and say you shouldn't believe in this? No, but I do think it's bad for people. If you could do that and not get arrested for it, you do that. No, I totally wouldn't. <laughs> I believe I'm very much about. Like, I want to yeah. watch that TV show where Darren just busts into religious people's houses yes. and <laughs> yells at them and then leaves. <laughs> I'm I'm uh, live and let live. I believe people should believe what they want, but I also think believing certain things is terrible. Just like you know, we made fun of Phil and Selma for three weeks on this show for believing stupid things. Yeah. So believing in religion is a stupid thing, yeah. also. But that doesn't mean I'm going to tell them not to do it. On Facebook, though. <laughs> no, I, even then, I, don't, I I argue why I think their beliefs are stupid, but that doesn't mean I, I you know, I am against their right to believe an idiotic thing. Go right ahead. Rob, I support you. Okay. How do you feel about that? <laughs> I don't. I have no feeling. There are stupid things I believe in. Like what? Like you know, uh, rationally, uh, when I'm watching a sports game, I'll. I know if I move my ass off uh, the couch, so superstition. Okay, it's the same thing. Mm. But I do it because I, I, it, I, it's that compelling to me. You know what I mean? But I know in my head that it's dumb. At least, do you believe in magic? What kind of magic? You know, like magic tricks. Tricks? Yes, I believe tricks exist. <laughs> Are they for kids? <laughs> <clears throat> All right. No. Well, hey, Rob. Magic ghosts don't exist. Astrology is bullshit. What else can we debunk in the last two minutes here? How much gas is inside of Rob's body? Oh, no. no that's clear. A lot of it is that's a lot of empirical evidence for that one. <laughs> it's in my nose right now. Hegemony of Rob's ass. <laughs> There's the episode. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so if Rob 
burped, sneezed, and farted his insides, and we all inhaled them. We're we can Rob. say that Rob, Rob is, is a in part in, of all of us. Rob, no. Rob, no. Sid. No, it it's doesn't like, sound right. It's like cat dog. <laughs> Rob, <Robin> Noah. <laughs> And on that note, we're going to get out of here. We'll be back next week with one of the dudes from <laughs> Mac Sabbath. He's going to be calling in. Darren it's had a, a song he wanted to play. It's out. a Black Sabbath uh, McDonald's tribute band. Yeah, the lead singer dresses like Ronald McDonald. Yep. Hopefully we'll have Ronald in here. And of course, pick in up here is coming. I mean, on calling. the show, on oh. the show, calling in. Okay. Uh, and, uh, you know, join the Robolution. Get your Raba shirt or the Darren Lucian. Doesn't, doesn't work. Darren, Darren Lotion. Darren mm. Lotion. Get an official Metal Injection Livecast shirt. Just go to metalinjection.net slash livecast. Hit the merch button. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash livecast. We post clips throughout the week, some best of stuff, and some photos and exclusive content, as well as on Twitter at MI Livecast. And rate us. And, and tell us. people that we're funny so yeah. they can download. Yeah. Or, right. or torture people with it. Whatever, Whatever works. Yeah. All right. Play us out, Darren. Bye, everybody. Time has arrived. We are broadcasting Raw Live from my ass. Boom, boom. I'd rather watch two old women slap my ass. Ah. Woo. That's as tough as a chunk of my ass. Here comes the biggest ass. 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 The big man is back. Jim Roth, 350 pounds, say hello to my ass. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the greatest spectacle on earth, my ass. 30 men will enter my ass. You know what I mean. The most important thing to a tag team is my ass. I totally agree with you, JR. Here you go, King. Kiss my ass. I wish you would jump on top of me, JR. It disgusts me to see my ass. My daughter's nursery rhymes are more aggressive than this. I can't help but look at the butt, JR. What? This is making me sick. Is it over? No, not yet. Referee Earl Hebner is always in my ass. That's a little weird. Transmission. He's got a first-class ticket to my ass. Executioner. Here comes Maven. Raven. What? Jim Ross. Now let's not give anyone some bad ideas. There's going to be plenty of turbulence in my ass. Booker T is an idiot. It's not the rock bottom. It's my ass. Are you serious? The poison has now been injected into my ass. This is not right, King. The poison is not going to stop until they wipe my ass. I can think of about seven or 8,000 things I'd rather have in my ass. I don't even care anymore. Look at the confident expression on my ass. The fat lady singing now. He's only got one thing on his mind. And it's my ass. My granny is the most feared object of pain. Everyone, don't forget to visit myass.com for great WWE products. Oh, yeah. Didn't see that coming. It's about as effective as a one-legged man in my ass. Like taking candy from a baby. I'm going to tell you the truth right now. I've known JR for 20 years, and he don't give a damn about the fans. He's a glory hound, and he just doesn't want to hang it up. He doesn't want to admit that his days are over. Oh, boom, shakalaka, boom, shakalaka, boom, shakalaka, boom, shakalaka, boom, shakalaka, boom, shakalaka. Old school, the big man is back. 
way, I have some news here for you. Kiss my ass, lousy bastard. That's all. Oh my God! Boom shakalaka! Boom shakalaka! Boom boom shakalaka! Every man's nightmare. It's assault and battery. Oh, oh yeah.